guys. Welcome to episode 61 of Epic Brief Podcast. I am Claudius. And I'm Chris. And I'm Jamie. This podcast episode is all about some X-Men apocalypse. And Ooh. Jamie, wants to see the second Alice one? Alice through the looking glass. Yes. And we have um, we have some off-topic things, too, actually. Uh, Captain America. Bastard. <sighs> Comic version. And... um. Are you still gonna do the one thing, Jamie, or you wanna hold that off for next we time? We can if you want. Yeah, if you're down for it, I'm down for it. And um, we got some Dragon Ball Xenoverse two, and um, Batman Returns to Arkham. So, this we can kick it off with uh, Alistair the Looking Glass. What do you guys think of Alistair the Looking Glass? We saw it yesterday, by the way. We did a twofer yesterday. Twofer, twofer. That was my very first twofer. Not mine. And I didn't fall asleep at all. I know. Yeah, Jamie didn't fall asleep. That's crazy. You guys should be proud of me. Did you get tired though, like a little tired? A little bit, but I, I powered through. Yeah. Oh, nice. What about you? What do you think about it? About the twofers? Or yeah, about, about the, the twofer. Oh, I like the twofer. Okay. I enjoy it too. We should do that more often. But um, I enjoyed Alice more than I thought I would have. Yeah. So, yeah, story was really good. Um, I guess fleshing out from the beginning of it. I'm not going to go through the whole details, but... Yeah, the character development was really awesome. I love the girl that plays Alice. At first, I wasn't too sure if it was the same girl, but it Oh, yeah, is. it is. Yeah, she seems a bit older also. That's kind of cool that she's older in the story and older, you know. But then she was like a, another actress to play Alice. That was really awesome. Um, I thought the story was interesting. Like, for someone who's not used to the whole, like, uh, Alice in Wonderland universe and the whole Disney thing. Yeah. You know, like, I'm kind of like the one of the group that doesn't really watch a lot of Disney stuff because you guys watch a lot of Disney stuff, right? I do. Yeah. So, Disney hater. No, I'm not a hater. I'm just saying like <laughs> I don't like go to all of the movies and stuff like that, you know? So. But you get all the Marvel movies. Yeah. Yeah, it's I your do. own <laughs> Disney. Yeah, yeah. And it, you go to the Star Wars. Yeah, yep. yeah I do. <laughs> well, so you're slowly being converted. <laughs> but yeah, so I loved um, the queen, the cute Anne Hathaway queen. Oh. She was awesome. And the Humpty, he only got like one scene, but it was a really good scene, obviously. And I love how like the king, they were like at, at a chessboard, and the king was like, "All my horses, and all my men." <laughs> yeah, that was really funny. <laughs> so that was really awesome. But um, just the movie as a whole, like I enjoyed just the uh, the plot of it. I wasn't too sure what to expect because I'm like, why is she going back, and how long is this gonna last? Like, is the Mad Hatter gonna go into some kind of like coma-ish thing? At first, I, I thought he was gonna help her. So I was like, maybe they like misadvertised it on TV, but obviously I was wrong. But um, because like at first when she went to go up to the house to see him, I was like, oh, well, maybe we're just gonna go on an adventure together. But you know, the secret is like she didn't believe him. Was that the first time she didn't believe him? Yeah, because Alice's whole thing is she doesn't say anything's impossible, right? And this time she did. Yeah. So but, um, yeah, that's true. She believes, what is it that she says? That she, yeah, wants, she, she does six, six impossible things. things before breakfast. Yeah. All oh, right. That's right. I wonder what made her not believe him. Well, you guys know well, what she did first, and then we'll go. Well, she, just because her, uh, his parents, she thought, was, were dead. Were dead, like, right. yeah. Family dead, and, like, she knows her family's dead, so. Got it. She kind of has that whole it idea was that like, death is permanent. So, yeah. So even in Wonderland, there's no coming back from that either, obviously. Mm, no. Right. Yeah, well, I don't think so. Yeah, they've okay. never actually done anything like that. Okay. But what did you uh, think of the movie, Jamie, as a as a Disney fan and an Alice in Wonderland fan? I loved it. Um, I, I I thought it was really interesting. It was interesting to see the queen's 
you know, history, the Red Queen and the, I guess, the White Queen. Yeah. Um, how that all happened. That was, I don't know, I thought that was interesting. Um, <laughs> Those tarts. Seeing the Hatter all sad and not his self. <laughs> oh, I know. <laughs> it was yeah. like, oh. <laughs> Poor Hatter. Yeah. Um, but I, I thought it was a good movie. I thought time was interesting. Yeah. Um, <laughs> he definitely was amusing. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I agree. <laughs> so, I don't know. I liked it overall. I thought it was really good. Awesome. Well, I guess we're not rating, but if you had to. like, I never really rate, uh, but I guess true. like. Chris rates stuff, but yeah. I don't know, like an 8.5 or 9? Nice. Okay. <laughs> what know. about you, That's Chris? me loving Johnny Depp and the whole... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, she's a little biased. <laughs> yeah. Mm, let's see. I'd probably rate about an 8. It was a solid movie. Okay. Um, cool. Didn't know what to expect because they kind of did all the Alice in Wonderland through the Looking Glass stuff in the first movie. Yeah. So it was kind of yeah. weird to see that going on. Um. Yeah, I I thoroughly enjoyed it. Time was a good character. There was no real villain in the movie. Right. Um every everybody kind of did something that was questionable. Not yeah, not necessarily good or bad, just something that, you know, moved the story along like Alice is responsible for an event and that actually causes the schism between or the not schism but the uh the like, queen's like the, the rift the or red, whatever. Yeah, yeah. The red she kind of helps widen that. The red queen's uh head issues <laughs> yeah. um so it was kind of nice to see that and even though they in time told her you can't change things but maybe you'll learn something yeah which was kind of good yeah yeah that was um, awesome yeah my only real question was why was the the clock locked up like it was chained up and then the clock the big one the, the yeah, grandfather that clock she that she stepped into stepped into that the white queen let her in yeah, oh right it was, it was chained up and then she turned them into little birds paper yeah, birds that's right. which was kind of i thought it could use a little bit more explaining yeah because i i'm sure there's a reason behind it did someone else try to mess with time and you just have to just protect it i guess maybe or something? i don't know i'm not really sure because it seemed it seemed like to get into the clock then got you into the wherever the the universe is if it has the time mm-hmm. but when you use the chronosphere you like went back into the underworld underland part oh world. like all the universes yeah yeah so yeah. like you could go back through time you know you didn't have to go back out through the outside of the clock which seemed a little weird so it yeah. seemed like the clock was still part of underland but it was still like an outside separate. type thing well, yeah that's what's weird about wonderland anyway yeah. <laughs> like things living it doesn't sense. really make sense <laughs> <laughs> um i thought it was really cute when they showed the hatter's dad save the first his first little hat yeah that was really cute yeah i actually I like that scene a lot Little little kid hatter was so cute. And it's funny that like <laughs> no one ever learns that they can't change the past. Oh, I know. <laughs> Until they make it worse, and then they're like, yeah. "Oh, they're learning to listen." But um, I do, yeah, I do like Time. He was a really cool character. At first, I didn't know like what to expect from him. Like you said, there's no actual villain in the movie, so he sounded a lot like Arnold to me. <laughs> His accent, you know. Right. Yeah, but um, he was really cool a character as far as like um. Teaching Alice, like, a new lesson, 
in a way. You know what I mean? Because right. like even towards the end of it, like she kind of realized she was wrong ultimately for like taking the chronosphere from him because that kind of put his life in a lot of danger too. So yeah, even though she's trying to do a good thing for a friend, but <laughs> she could, she was like, well, I know, I'm sorry. But it kind of makes you wonder, like if she didn't do that, would the you know like is the fact that she went back in time. And caused the event that caused the queen to get the red, the big head. Yeah. Which caused everything else. Yeah. If she hadn't gone, stole the chronosphere and gone back, mm-hmm. would that have happened? And if it wouldn't have happened, then she would have had no need to go back and get the chronosphere. So it's kind of that whole, is oh. it cause and effect or how does time travel work in this universe? See, me like, what would have happened? I'm sorry. Like, I'm like, was it predestined that she took the chronosphere and went back because the queen had the big head when she first met her? Oh. So that event had to have happened? Huh. Or is well, it something like she went back and changed it? She was going to have a big head anyway. Because she was going to hit it on the clock. See, so that's why she was going back to prevent. I don't hmm. recall her hitting the... I don't recall them saying that she hit the clock. Just that the event happened at the stroke of six. And that the queen... They had mentioned a clock, but I don't think they actually said that she hit the clock. But I'm sure she hit her head somewhere for it to grow. So but see, that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. If the time travel is predestined, yeah, she had to have traveled back in time to cause the big head. Uh huh. So it's all you know, cause and effect. It was predestined to happen. Like the timeline. Yeah, that, like that was already going to happen. Yeah, the queen's going to hit her head anyway. Well, no, that yeah. she, that Alice was going to go back in time and cause the event that. Oh, really? Caused her to hit her head. Huh. So what, what What do you think the reason was for her big head in the first place? Like, if it that, wasn't Alice. That the event that she went back in, that Alice went back in time, mm-hmm. was established and already had happened. Oh. They kind of, it's it's a boot, it's, it's called a bootstrap paradox. Yeah. And they kind of explain it in Doctor Who in an episode where they talk about how the doctor goes back in time. He, he loves uh, Beethoven's music. Yeah. So he goes back in time to meet Beethoven, mm-hmm. only to go back there and discover there is no Beethoven. Oh. So he has to write the music <laughs> what? so that Beethoven's music can be like be known to the world. Yeah. And then it kind of comes back to him, and he finds Beethoven and loves Beethoven's music, so he goes back to visit yeah. know, Beethoven and only discover, you know, yeah. it's that whole which actually happened. You know, like the chicken and the egg yeah. theory, which came first? Right, right. Well, if you had the egg, you had the chicken. Yeah. But how'd you get the egg if you didn't have the chicken? Yeah. So you had to have the chicken first. Well, so I, so I guess that's if you had the chicken, you had to have the egg. So. Yeah. That's like something you like probably could speculate about if Alice did actually make her to get the big head. It's really yeah. weird. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like, it depends on how time travel works in yeah. that universe. Because there's different fields of time travel. That's yeah, definitely. It's a different debate. That's crazy. Yeah, Wonderland time travel might be a bit out there, I think. I don't know. Maybe a bit uh, more confusing than the than the Speed Force. Though. <laughs> so, like, uh, as a, as an original story, what did did you like like the story story or like you think it kind of uh, does like does it fit into like the lore of Alice in Wonderland? I mean, you know what I mean. Honestly, I haven't read the books all the way. Okay. <laughs> so, did you read I the books really all the way? Through? Yes. What do you think? Like I said, everything kind of happened in the books, happened in the first movie. So this was a lot of original. But do you material. think it? I thought the story was great. It yeah. kind of uh, held together well. There wasn't any major plot holes that I could think of. Besides, that's not even a plot hole. It's a detail hole as to why the clock was locked up to begin with. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. It kind of all 
think it held together pretty well. Okay, solid movie then. Yeah. You think they left it open for like a third one though? I really don't know because they reconciled some of the characters. Yeah, they definitely did. So it's kind of makes me wonder. But they could potentially do a third one. They just have to introduce another villain as the yeah the main or, villain or cause something <laughs> else to happen. Yeah, exactly. Which Wonderland has a lot of uh, things happening. I think right, they could think of something cool. Yeah, I love that. Um, Alice and her mom in the end like open their own business, and her mom's actually supporting her. Dude, that one guy was a dick. Oh, Hamish. Yeah. Hamish, yes. Yeah. It's awful. He's like the actor they chose to play that guy was like perfect. Like his face was like pompous asshole all the way. <laughs> well, and they wrote it like men would think at that time. You yeah, know, women exactly. can't do anything. Women can only be right. Oh, we're gonna let you be a clerk, and that's gonna be something that doesn't happen all the time. Right. Know? Exactly. So, I think it's really cool that she was like a captain. I love yeah. the costumes in there too. Like, I know. It's just so her great. pirate her pirate costume is amazing. Oh, there was someone cosplay that it looked really cool. But yeah, I just love the design of the costumes. But yeah, I love the idea of her being like so headstrong and independent yeah. and like the fact that she keeps getting thrown into the mental institution, like <laughs> she's probably like used to that now. Gosh. Like, here we go again. But I'm glad her mom, like, had her back this time and was like... Yeah. You know, just like in the in the middle hospital. She's like, run! Yeah, she definitely <laughs> you did know, back, and then yeah. I was hoping for her mom to, like, do something, like, that you yeah, can... Yeah, because it was... You, it, before, it was her dad that kind of had her back. Okay. And now that he's gone, I mean, her mom's finally, like... Yeah. Taken up for her, kind of. Which... How did her dad pass away? Do you guys know? No, I think he just passed away. Oh, yeah. he naturally passed. Okay. Yeah, he wasn't like murdered or anything. Oh, got it. Okay. I mean, Disney's a little bit messed up, but it was still one of those, <laughs> you know. I do think this. I think, oh, however, this was the first time she was in a asylum. She wasn't in an asylum in the first one. Okay. She wasn't. No, the entire first movie happened while she was. Uh, she ran away from the proposal, or followed the rabbit, and then went down That's the hole, right. and then she came back, and they found her, and she stepped away from everything. The ant, though was crazy and yeah expecting her prince to show up even yeah. though he couldn't marry her because it wouldn't be proper <laughs> oh, and then gosh. she like walks up to like it's really funny I, I watched this earlier this week so i could kind of get an idea remember of this and mm-hmm. it's funny at the end she's like walking around telling everybody things and she's like i can't marry you because da 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 and then she talks to her aunt and then she looks at her brother-in-law who like had been caught earlier like making out with some other woman and, he, she, he's, and she looks at him and she's like you better make my sister happy or something like that oh my god so yeah so it's pretty good so Alice and the, even in the story like the, the storybook sort of she still she only has a mom and that's it mm, or she have any more siblings no no in, in the first she one sister, she had a sister she? And, yeah oh, okay she has a sister and uh, well in the in the books they're out they're out for a family picnic and they're out by a by a stream and then mm-hmm. she follows the rabbit. Okay. So and then and even in through the looking glass, which is only takes place like, you know, a year or so later, not very long. Yeah. Um, she still technically I think has both her parents. They don't really talk about her Okay. Her family at that point. It's like she goes she's at somebody's house and is like playing around and then she goes through the, the mirror. So like Alice so. when she first goes to Wonderland, she's how old now? Like in the books? In the books she's like twelve. 13. Okay. Like but she's in the not very old. in the movie she's like I want to say sixteen. Yeah. Oh, she's only sixteen in the movie. Yeah, because they were trying to get her married young. Yeah. Oh, so how old is she in this movie? Like seventeen or something. She would have been a, a couple year of years old, two years ago. Oh, damn. She'd been out to sea for at least a year, or so. Oh, so she's still and a teenager then. I would I would imagine possibly, yeah. because okay. like I said, she went out to sea. 
for a year, and she would have had to have worked with him for a year or two before oh, wow. Odyssey. So yeah, I put her probably nineteen, eighteen, nineteen, twenty. Okay, man. Okay, I was like, I was like. I don't know. I guess I pictured like an older Alice for some reason. Yeah, know. you're picturing her like mid twenties or something. Yeah. yeah, she kind of looked like she could be, but yeah, okay. I, I could buy the twenty year old Alice too. I think it's the actor choice. You can, you can kind of she she can play that part, but at the same time you look at her and you're like, okay, she's playing her mid twenties. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. see what else about Alice can we talk about? Uh, you talk about the jokes about time around the tea table. <laughs> <laughs> that was hilarious. <laughs> what was like your favorite? Um, the time of my life. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what what did he say? Um, what did the Cheshire cat say? What did he say? Um, I'm right on time. Yeah, I'm right like, on you're time. late, and he's like swirling over yeah. time's shoulder. He's like, nope, I'm right on time. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, and he like gets and then like the Hatter says something about hand. Yeah, his he hand. puts his he puts. He puts his hand on the table and then takes Time's hand and put it on like, top of him. He's like, Time's on uh, my hand. Time's on my hand. Yeah, there we go. All right, hand on my, right, time on my hand. Yeah, yeah well, a time on my hand. Those are good. But they made so many time jokes. It was amazing, but you could see he was getting like so irritated. Yeah, that's why he 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 made him stuck, get stuck by a minute to tea time. That's, that's probably like the worst thing ever for them. Like they can't even enjoy their tea. Like for some reason, when I saw that like spread of food, on in the movie like that's kind of how i pictured it like they 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 nailed that just perfectly like i don't know like the whole table and like the food they have mm-hmm. like it looks so like fairy tale like most it looks so good you know what i mean <laughs> like unlike the turkish delight in um <laughs> in line of witch and wardrobe yeah. like that didn't look like i expected it i expected turkish delight to be like glazed donuts or something. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? and apparently it's like for most americans it's like not something they would eat. Yeah. But I guess because you grow up on it, you kind of... Right. Oh, it's good. Dude, I bought Turkish Delight in the grocery store, and it was gross. It was like old, like, jelly mm-hmm. candy covered it's, in chocolate. Yeah, it's like a gelatin thing. Yeah, and apparently, gross. like, if you grow up eating it, you love it. Yeah. But I guess I just didn't have a, t- a taste for it. Spoiled. Somebody yeah. said that, like, that was... Uh, C.S. Lewis's greatest trick is convincing American children they would like Turkish delight. Yeah, it is though. Yeah, because I, I guess we all like imagine something. I was like, oh. well, yeah, even in the name, delight. Yeah, exactly. you know? this, like, like delicious mm-hmm. treat or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I again, it probably is if you grow up on it, like a yeah, children yeah, coming you over here and eating chitlins, you know? candies. Yeah. I mean, maybe it's like a. I wonder if they make it fresh. Like if, if if it can be like freshly made and eaten, I'm sure. You or it was all yeah, like can, in a prepackaged. You can have the recipe. No, you can find the recipe, oh, okay. but I've been told it's still not good. Yeah, awesome. not not by American <laughs> taste buds. Okay, that makes sense. So. I, I I did love Smarties. They're like the British uh, M&M is pretty much. You know, oh, gotcha. I just like those. Those are pretty good. Um, okay, so I'm sorry, getting off topic as usual. Uh, yes. Let's see. Um. What kind of questions I would have for you guys for Alice if I'm kind of out of the universe? Mm. Is, is time a character? Is time is a character? Is time a character anywhere in any kind of Alice? No. I don't think so. Okay, <laughs> no. Okay. It, like kinda, like, like I, I said, everybody that you see is in the first movie. Like, yeah, they pretty much the Jabberwocky shows up in the second book, yeah. which was shown in the first. <laughs> yeah. uh, I think the chess players are shown in the or come out of the second book, but they're yeah. shown in the first. Okay, so. They could do like a third one about her, like adventures out in sea. Maybe kind of tie in Wonderland into that. That'd be kind of interesting. Could be. I, I don't know. It'd be, it'd be kind of cool to see what she does out there. That boat scene was amazing. Yeah, yeah. that was really cool. Yeah. 
That was like right as the movie started too. Yeah. If we pull up our all our sails and uh, full speed, we'll and go hard to port. We'll turn over. That's the point. Yeah. Yeah. They skid it. Dude, she's like she's badass. <laughs> she's. I, I would say ballsy. She's over easy. <laughs> she's that over easy. Like what? <laughs> you make her sound like eggs. You know, like you know, like how I like I tell Jamie like I can't. Say the girls like balls to the wall, and say ovaries to the wall. You know, so she's like ovaries. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, oh, all we'll think of is eggs, but okay. Okay, well, that's technically <laughs> what they are. Yeah, <laughs> I thought it was cool though. Yeah, but yeah, Cause she you... just climbed right up there. Yeah, she did. Yeah. But anyways, anything else from you, Damien, about Alice? Because that was like your thing. No, I just thought it was great. It made me happy. Oh, he's like Anne Hathaway still as the yeah. queen. Oh, she did a good job. I love how she always like keeps her hands like also graceful. I love it that. It cracks her me character. up. It's so cool. And she never like ever. I mean, of course they have people like tell her not to, but she never like lets it relax at any time. It's so awesome. It cracks me up. Like because it gives her this like like flowing like butterfly type yeah. thing. Like I well, even that. when they showed her like walking like from a distance, she floated. She didn't really like. Walk. I mean, like she wasn't yeah. like floating by the ground, but she like. Was like a fluid, graceful yeah, motion. Yeah, she wasn't like walking like you, upstairs. Like you couldn't see, like you know, like when people are walking, you see like their head yeah. a little bit. She was like, yeah, it was so good. Yeah. <laughs> and that's on video now. Oh, <laughs> didn't think about that. <laughs> it is on video now. Yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> but um, I thought that was cool, and I thought how they showed the younger versions of like the Hatter, and um, I wish they would have explained like. What happens physically to him? Oh, why he like, looks so when he like, was a, no, when he was a kid, he looked normal. he was normal. He looked fine. I mean, his hair was a little bit big, but but then as he progressed, yeah. like his eyes changed, his skin tone changed. Like, like even when he got sad, he well he well, emoted see, with like but see, his that's makeup. What, yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah, like what when, happened when he was like giving up on everything and he was turning gray and all that even in the first movie when he started getting mad like mm-hmm. the yeah. dark circle started forming and oh. he started going like and I hate I don't want them to do this because they just made like everything they did with the Hatter in this movie yeah all the changes but that I think would have been an interesting twist like him almost going not to the dark side but kind of following that path That'd be kind to of like cool. yeah. become darker because like even with everything going on like in the first movie he, like I said he got darker he started his Scottish accent became very heavy mm. when he was talking about the Red Queen, and mm-hmm. he got, like I said, he got dark and like scary almost, as opposed to. And I, and I think we had this conversation like he was more, he was a mad, he was a Mad Hatter because that's what he was, but he was more psychotic mad as yeah. opposed to the loony. It was a dark mad. Yeah, it wasn't like a happy mad. So he was like that in the first one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For yeah, a moment. Go back and watch it. Yeah. Really when he, cool. anytime, basically, when he was talking about the Red Queen. Yeah. yeah. He got very angry and, and very upset. Um, I almost want to attribute it. It doesn't make sense, literally, but maybe they were going with like the whole, you know, Hatters turn mad because they used mercury to make hats. His parents, oh, okay. maybe that happened like after he got older, you know, and he was making hats all the time. Maybe that's when they started using the mercury and his dad wasn't exposed to it. 
And that's what turned him mad. I mean, mm. I don't know. Possibly because his dad was making more simple design hats and the hatter was right. more Well, crazy. and then he was trapped, like, not too long after, you know, the hatter left. Yeah, but they were they were hatters for generations. I mean, he started already. So. I, I would say I, I, point, I would say that makes a lot of sense, but again, attributing it more to the matter, the Hatter's uh, crazier hat designs and things yeah. like that, more so because, like I said, his dad had been a Hatter. He talked about like the whole family had been Hatters for yeah, yeah. I just so. wonder if like the Mercury was like you know brought in later or something. Is he the youngest one? I guess right. I the youngest guess son. So. Yeah, he was, yeah, okay. he was the I think he, yeah he was the youngest son. So yeah, okay. Huh, just thought. The flashback scene when he's like, um, when they're handing over their crowns, I guess, to the. the <laughs> that was great. Trying to put the hat on. Yeah, that was great. He like snickering back there, trying to hold his laughing, holding the box. <laughs> oh, oh gosh. Okay. Like I wanted, I wanted to like bust out laughing because like she, her face just. Like Helena Bonham Carter's face is like so amazing. Like she does such a good job. She like really I didn't even does. like if you don't know that's her, she just becomes characters. It's like insane. she's pretty awesome. Yeah, and I'm glad she like is in some way in projects that Johnny Depp is in too, which is kind well, of they're cool. both friends with uh well with Tim she Burton was married Burton. to Tim Burton, but yeah, oh yeah, okay. they're both connected to Tim Burton. So who who, who directed that movie? Dallas. Uh, Robin one? somebody. Okay, so it wasn't. It, okay. it did wasn't. he do the first one? He did the first one. Okay. Yeah. I think he produced this one. Okay. Too. So. That makes sense. Yeah, but she's, yeah, everything she's awesome. he does has that same weird. Fantastic. I love it. It all has. The, it, and it's always the characters are always have like white makeup and like the dark circles under his eyes. Like too. Edward Scissor's hands. Edward Scissor yeah. hands. Mm-hmm. Um, the Corpse Bride. Yeah. Then he did Beetlejuice. Right. He did Beetlejuice. Yeah. I think he did, didn't he do Frankenweenie. Mm-hmm. Oh, Frank and Weenie or the so, other yeah. one. And uh, Corpse Bride. Do you say Corpse yeah. Bride already? Yeah. yeah. Okay, sorry. No <laughs> problem. Um, yeah, yeah. Same, yeah, similar so lots design. Of, yeah, you can definitely tell, like, when it's his <laughs> yeah. movie, you know, yeah. because he just has that, um, you know. Like, that's like his style. That's yeah, like his style. Yeah, yeah. But as a whole, like, I definitely go watch it if you're a fan of, you know, fantasy type movies and you like Alice in Wonderland. Like I enjoyed it. Obviously we all did enjoy it. So yeah, just go check it out. Um, we move on to X Men Apocalypse. And this movie's been getting like a lot of uh well, I guess before it actually came out here, like early reviews and things are kinda of giving it like a bad you know, like a bad vibe and I was kinda of, like weary about reading those, but I enjoyed it. Like I love the fact that um it played out like a nineties cartoon to me mm-hmm. like uh there's a lot of elements of that in there um like i would stamp this as like brian singer finally got the x-men movie like right like what i was expecting a few years back mm-hmm. like i was happy with what i think he got of days it. of future past right oh yeah he did so. get that right too but this is more of like a you got to see like a battle type thing going on with a lot of x-men he, you know he that did an iconic character and an almost an icon, not necessarily an iconic storyline because it really wasn't that, but an iconic character. And he got to reset a lot of things that got screwed up in yeah. 
X-Men 3. Yeah. And he got to poke, poke fun at himself on that. Yeah, too, he did. Because there was a, the scene where they come out of Retur- Revenge of the, or Return of the Jedi and they're talking about the different movies. And yeah. Jean's at the end of it. She's like, well, we can all agree the third one is always the worst. The worst and one, yeah. It's like, at least he's not taking it too seriously. Yeah. Even though he didn't do X3, but whatever. Um, yeah, oh, no, he didn't. Yeah, someone else did that. Maybe he's poking yeah. fun at the other. But, <laughs> but it is one of those things where it's like he did the first two. Yeah. And then he did this new series so he's on, he's done all the x-men movies except for except for x3 x3 and yeah. uh and first legends and first class. did he not do first class no. okay so he, did, he okay he's done about half the x-men movies yeah <laughs> so anyway when, when people think of x-men movies they think of brian singer so yeah it's just the idea that he can poke fun at it i guess yeah definitely i mean as a whole i enjoyed the movie like the the story it had its parts where it was kind of slow but it was it was a good build-up like i love how they portrayed uh, magneto in the beginning just trying to live his life trying to be a normal dude you know trying to have a family just forgetting about the whole mutant thing mutant humans battle or whatever is going on he's just trying to get by and be happy you know but as that person he can never have that so I, that's I, wouldn't, the way I wouldn't tell what happens on that one that's yeah a, that's a movie secret you need to go watch yeah you definitely need to go watch it um, oh we can't have any spoilers well we can't just, we can just, just like that, a, not that one that one's a that one's a good yeah like, that's like a good scene okay. that you need to like go watch yeah that's like a character defining moment in yeah movie, and so. I, I don't want we don't want to take anything from the movie but Fine. um <laughs> but um xavier james mcavoy did an awesome job as xavier um i love the I love the way how, like, he's still that flirty Charles, <laughs> you know what I mean? When he goes to see um, Moira, mm-hmm. like, he's yeah. still like, oh, um, do you have a husband? <laughs> you know, like, he's asking those questions. Yeah, because he was a and little bit. He said good. Yeah, he's like, oh, good. Because he was, what was he, he was, like, talking to her, and she has a son, and he's like, oh, does he have a husband? Because like, he's, yeah. like, trying to talk about, like, does he ask if he has a father? Yeah, yeah. Or not if he has a father, but, like, is the father still involved? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. She's like, no. Yeah, you know, whatever happened. He's like, oh, good. But um, I love the that they they give havoc. They gave havoc um some airtime. That was cool. Yeah, him and that cool '80s hair that he had. <laughs> that 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 movie made me realize like how bad some styles in the '80s were. <laughs> Nightcrawler's hairstyle. Yeah, I think was like for me it was the defining. That's the '80s. And I'm glad we're past that. And but, I loved it. But Nightcrawl's hairstyle is a little bit of now too, though, right? That's how I like, think. I think it's because kids. things are going back to some retro stuff. Because I've like, seen some emo kids with their hair like that, and I'm like, that looks pretty current. But yeah, it, it is. But yeah, yeah. like I said, a lot of a lot of stuff now that's popular right. is stuff that was popular back in the '80s and '90s. You know, Jinkos are coming back. Yeah, yeah. You know how no one has an original idea. No, like everything's <laughs> being rehashed in this own way. Like the big like sweaters, <laughs> yeah, the big sweaters and like the skinny jeans. Those are like the eighties thing. Um, but back to X Men though. Um, yeah, uh, I guess we can talk about the the beginning with Apocalypse. What do you guys thought about him being introduced as like a, a villain when they tried to transfer the whole bodies and stuff? I hated like that. that part. You didn't like that part at all. I thought it was really cool. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was so stupid. Like I know you thought why it was that bad. Like, like I, okay, I, I know why they did it. They yeah. did it so that they could give him more powers. Mm-hmm. Like the whole idea was that he he transferred. He's like, oh, I'm an old man, and I found this mutant who now I can cut and he'll heal. So I'll go take his body and take his thing. Okay, well, fine. Flash forward that to the end of the movie, and it's yeah. oh, I'm gonna put my body into a cripple man's body. Yeah, which means I'm gonna have to I'm gonna absorb his power and then have to turn around and do it all over again. Yeah. Um. So for me, it was like there was a better way of trying to siphon off powers. his powers yeah. than that. 
plus the fact that it's like Apocalypse is like the first mutant. Like he mm. doesn't necessarily put his. I guess there's some instances where they've tried to do that in the past, but my understanding and my feelings on Apocalypse is that he should stay in the same body mm-hmm. and it should not be aging. Got it. Because he gets some of his stuff from like the the celestials. Yeah, he know, does. The ancient yeah. being. So I, for me, it's like. They even tried to hint that it's like alien technology when they were doing like the uh, pyramid stuff. Yeah. So it's like, why not just do that? Just why not have him like be like an alien? He type. could, or yeah, or just like he absorbs the youth and the powers of that mutant. Yeah. And then but still the same. Yeah. And then that actually would make perfect sense as what they did with Charles Xavier's hair mm-hmm. when they were doing that. He could be absorbing the youth and energies of Xavier, not trying to transfer his, his consciousness into Xavier's body, but yeah. absorb part of Xavier. Which leaves him bald. Right, right. So I, I think that that whole thing would have made a lot more sense than mm-hmm. the whole, I'm going to transfer my body into this. Yeah, I guess that was but. like Singer or whoever wrote or had an input in that. That was his like way of, you know, like people like to put their stamp on characters if they have a chance with it. But I do, yeah. I do agree with you with Apocalypse not getting old because he's never been that character to yeah. age, you know, so yeah. Just, yeah, um, there's but, um, better ways of doing that. I think. Yeah, no, I agree other than that, I loved Apocalypse. I thought he did very well. Yeah, um, I love that they changed the voice. They did. They, they did. amplified the voice a lot more than it was in the, in the early TV. Anytime, yeah, anytime he was trying to use his I'm threatening voice, they kind <laughs> yeah. of did the double bass, which was dope. Yeah, I like that a lot. That was which, cool. Yeah, like he's like possessed with a few people inside of him. Yeah, yeah. I didn't care for the the matter manipulation part of him. He could do that though. He could manipulate his own body mass yeah. and molecules. He was manipulating like, oh, there's a car over there. It's mm-hmm. destroyed. Now it's armor on you. I think that was a bit <sighs> much. Yeah, like when he gave armor to like the his uh, four horsemen, pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. Because he pretty much created their costumes, right? Yeah, he created yeah. the costumes and all that other right. stuff. Like he was not like he was. I liked that he was giving them more power. Yeah. But the fact that he was like rearranging their molecules for like I guess it was really more so just for Angel to mm-hmm. Archangel yeah um, doing yeah that, that was an which, interesting scene yeah which I personally if they're gonna do that I like him having an access to technology so his wings were already damaged so mm-hmm. that would have been a perfect opportunity to be like I can give you new wings and then strap them down and like have to remove the wings and put <laughs> yeah. the new wings the on the adamantium you know? ones on yeah like they did uh, in that. the comics yeah so I thought that was an opportunity I just didn't I guess they gave him more power sets and different power sets than I was expecting. And so. then, like, in, in the movie world, like, I don't know if they didn't have time to strap Archangel down and stuff. Because, like, when he was becoming adamantiumized or whatever, like, they, they had, like, the ribs popping out of his yeah. stomach and stuff. Yeah. And I'm like, are they, like, weaponizing him? Like, what are they doing at this point? But then I'm like, but then you saw, like, the steel go over the wings. I'm like, oh, is that what he just did, you know? Yeah, he was, like, doing the whole uh, rearranging the molecules kind of yeah. thing. Yeah. And... Like I said, it was just seems like it was a little weird, in my opinion. Now, I really wish if they were going to continue to do that, that they would have done like they did in the 90s cartoon mm-hmm. and give the other three mechanical-looking horses. Oh, that would have been cool. I think that would have been cool. Yeah. Um, as opposed to the... Because Magneto would need it, obviously. Yeah. But, it, well, no, even I would have been okay with them giving it to Magneto. Yeah. Uh, Angel was... The only one that didn't. That would look kind of silly, though. Don't think mechanical well, horses. I don't know because I think it would have, I think it would have solidified the whole horseman of the apocalypse thing. Yeah. 
and would have. Yeah. I mean, that's why they did it in the cartoons. Yeah, but but um, then again, I also wish they would have done people who had like powers similar to what the the horsemen of the apocalypse yeah, had. That's true. As opposed to the ones they chose. But, I was I honestly I thought uh, just from watching the previews, I thought he like for lack of a better term, brainwashed them, but he just pretty much convinced them that, you know, like they kind of went by choice, you know, like, yeah. like he kind of like showed them what he can give them, but then they're like, oh, okay. like he didn't like manipulate them to the point where like, I'm messing with your mind and I control Which it, you know. Ultimately was what he was going to do when he had Charles Xavier's abilities. Yeah. So, so he's ultimately wanted to do that because he wanted to be everyone. Yeah. So, yeah. so he's like, yeah. yeah. What do you think about Psylocke? I was about to say, she turned on him pretty quickly didn't she Psylocke did oh you mean Storm or Psylocke no I don't think Psylocke Psylocke never turned on him that was Mystique remember Mystique oh that's right yeah yeah she was like you know she fooled me yeah because like initially I was like why are you turning on him so that that just stuck with me sorry guys I think she's the only one that stayed loyal actually kind of maybe yeah Toward the end, she was like, eh, peace out. <laughs> yeah, she kind of ran away. She knew that she had lost, which kind of, I guess, can go with her nature in the comics, but yeah. not really. I but do like I the psychic sword. That was cool. Yeah. That was pretty badass. I have to admit, that was cool. Yeah, that um, is within her power set. So, yeah, which is which pretty I liked. Dope. Yeah. So, I mean, costume was really cool looking. Not a big Olivia Munn fan, but I mean, she did pretty good in Psylocke. She only had like ten lines in the entire movie, so yeah. it wasn't like she had an opportunity to. And like the scenes with her were really like just the action scenes looked really awesome. And she caught herself on the building, you know, and she yeah. had to like take the sword out. That was awesome. So, um, I, I was kind of disappointed in Angel though, a little bit. I am su- yeah. I have systematically been upset with how they do angel archangel yeah but i was expecting a lot more from him this time because like he I was like he can finally shoot the blades out so i was like whoa okay this could be kind of cool you know yeah. and then that stupid haircut they gave him too again <laughs> nine 80s <so>. yeah <laughs> i wonder if they're gonna say this or something no. i wonder if they're like trying to like uh you know sometimes he has that head piece and then his hair it's kind of out, you know, like old yeah. angel. Yeah. They're going for that without the headpiece or something. I don't See, know. That's the other thing is like, I wish they would have just changed him to like the blue. That would have been cool, dude. There he yeah. is. Blue blonde hair. Yeah. Got to attack the wings. That would have been awesome. And then, of course, you know, not do what they did to him. Yeah. But. Yeah. <laughs> I actually like him with the covering of his head, like the blue yeah. and the, was it kind of pinkish red or whatever? Yeah, kind of covered it. Yeah. But um, yeah, I was expecting more from Angel, but I don't know if they ran out of. The budget run ran low. They couldn't do much with the mode. I think the fact they had so many mutants in the movie that they yeah. were trying to showcase. Yeah, because yeah, they just they really didn't show anyone doing a lot. I mean, they showed Magneto doing a decent amount. Yeah, but like, there was some imagery in there, and I was like, "Whoa!" With Magneto, I love some of those scenes. But like, so I mean, good. even Storm, they didn't use a lot. Speaking like, of Storm, I'm glad she has the accent. Yeah. Finally. Yeah. That was that was awesome. It's okay, by the time they do the the future version, she'll have lost that accent. No, again. don't say no, that. Oh gosh. Yeah, yeah, I thought sure. I thought she did a good job, and I like Nightcrawler too. I think they both did a good job. Yeah, with their accents. And yeah. was, I don't know. And I, I like that they tied in Nightcrawler being. Um, I think he was Catholic, but he's very religious, mm. and they tied they tied in him being like when he's like doing the, the sign oh, of the cross and yeah. bad things were happening. That's exactly mm. how he is. So, oh yeah. Yeah. Like they, like well, they, they did that. In the, they did that in the first one too. When yeah, showed up, which was, yeah, they did yeah. in the first one. He's in the White House. He scene. had the rosary. Yeah, and they were explaining like 
they didn't explain it in this series, but they explained it in the original. Uh, the markings were angelic language. He's right. Saying, yeah, that's which, right. Whether or not that's true, we yeah. don't know. But, uh, but that was pretty you know. dope. I that. I'm blue too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he was very... <laughs> he was very Beast Boyish in Teen Titans in there, which is cool. I think it's because like he was comic the... relief. Well, he was the one out of all the X-Men, all the mutants in the movie, mm-hmm. with the exception of Apocalypse, that couldn't fit in. Yeah, like you, you saw him. Boom. Because they, yeah. they, yeah, they even did. Yeah, they even did. I didn't over like that, that either. Yeah, that's so stupid. Wait, what? Beast, beast. could like retract his beastness. He can tr- never happen. He controls oh, it really? with his yeah, medication. That's, that's stupid. Oh my oh. god. It, the I, whole point I would that. buy it if it was like a hologram watch or something. Yeah, because he was wearing that. a watch. They've so done they they could have yeah. done that. Yeah. And that was the whole. That just annoyed me because they're they're trying to make him, not make him into the Hulk, but they were trying to use that whole. Oh, I can control it. I only need to be blue when yeah. I need to, which in reality, he doesn't ever need to be blue. Exactly. Exactly. You know? Like, if he has the strength, it's used <laughs> like, to strength. Yeah, exactly. like, no, I mean, he can doesn't. he access like, the strength if he's not blue? Yeah. yeah. Like, if strength, he's not yeah. beast? Yeah. He has the strength, the agility. He has mm-hmm. big hands, big feet. I mean, right. That, he's... <laughs> He was the beast before he became blue. He was trying to cure his mutation. Yeah, exactly. Caused that, and then it was a permanent change. Right, exactly. It just kind of height. It's kind of sped up the mutation. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. It was like a. It was. He was the first one to have a secondary mutation. Exactly. And I like Hank McCoy being the genius and being blue. That's that's his charm to me. Like he looks like he's this beasty guy, but he's like really intellectual and really smart. He reads a lot. He was played by Kelsey Grammer. Kelsey Grammer. Which he was awesome. I loved That's him right. as Beast. Yeah. I mean, he had the voice and everything. Yeah, I did like him when so he was good. Beast. Yeah. But I like this guy too. He's adorable. Yeah. This guy's yeah. Got it. I just don't like the fact that they they took it away. I mean, he can control it. That's, yeah, I, I but I like his human form too. He's well, cute. Well, of course. <laughs> We know. We know you have a thing for the dirty, tall guy. We know. Like Nigma. She loves Nigma. I do love Nigma. She has a crush on Nigma. He is so nervous. She's got so loud on here. <laughs> Go ahead and turn you down for a smidge. Well, yeah, Nigma's adorable. But, um. <laughs> Anyways. I don't think he's nerdy. I, don't, I, I personally don't think he's adorable, but that's just me. But, uh, but her, her guys do look pretty, pretty similar, though. No. Nigma and the guy that plays Beast look like they, they look can very shake similar, hands. Yeah, yeah. They have the same glasses too. They do like very similar glasses and very s- similar statures. Like they're tall, like skinny. Yep. Um, but yeah, I just I can't get over the yeah. noise. Yeah. Um, Mystique. Um, I thought she was good. I like I like Mystique. Um, I never really saw her as like a a leader of a, the X Men team, but I know in this universe she's played up to be that. So I think she fit in very well. She didn't take away. From the other characters, in my opinion, I love that they gave Cyclops a really big part. I, I thought they wouldn't have done that because people were saying that Brian Singer doesn't like Cyclops, but he did. <laughs> he did a really good job with incorporating Cyclops. I think it's because he heard all the people. They're like Brian Singer doesn't like Cyclops. Yeah. He's like, fine, okay, I'll put Cyclops in there because he's he's supposed to be a prominent member. Right? He is, but at this stage, not necessarily. Like I, I fully expect him. I was missing Cyclops though. I, I expect him to be the leadership character. in the the next series. Like mm. he should be like boom. Cyclops did. Yeah, like, the, yeah. Like right now I'm okay with Mystique kind of being a leader. Oh yeah. And you know getting everything gone and then like yeah. In the next one, which will be like ten years down the road, he'll be like 
in right. his mid twenties, and boom, he I can mean, be leadership. Cyclops wasn't a leader at all in this one, but I do like that he was kind of telling them what to do in certain situations. So he kind of shows that leadership quality. I do like that mm-hmm. that they show that in character. So, um, and then one thing happened, and he kind of grows a little bit towards the end of the movie. Like he needs to do something with his life. You yeah. know what I mean? So, but I'm glad that they incorporated him. Like, I get over the years, Cyclops has become a, I, di- I didn't like him at first when I watched the 90s cartoon. I thought he was like a Boy Scout. But after a few years, I was like, <laughs> he's actually a really cool character. And like, I do like him. Like, it, it, like, That's how you felt about Captain America. <laughs> yeah. And the, the, the thing is, like, I realized if Cyclops is not there, like, I miss him not being there. You know what I mean? Like, when, when they took him away, is when I'm like, no. You know, and like, like X-Men's first stand or last stand. Yeah. When they took him away, it's like, I, I miss Cyclops, you know? So... I miss that they didn't explain anything with him, really. It was just more along those lines of, oh, he's gone. Oh, yeah. And then, oh, we know he was with Gene, and, yeah. oh, Gene killed him. Right. But that was about it. And I was like... Mm. And then, like, I just ran with the idea of, like, if you don't see the body, they're not dead in my head. I'm like, oh, that's my comfort, but... Yeah, I was um, okay with... I, went, I was okay with him dying in that movie because it progressed the Dark Phoenix. Mm-hmm. Which they then crapped on. Yeah, they totally so crapped on. I was like, when I, when you watch it, I'm okay with him dying. But when you get to the end of the movie, you're like, really? Like, why did they kill? Why did you folks? kill him? Because yeah. you did this, and this isn't even what you. Yeah. Like, really, you just want to do it so that there'd be no reason for yeah. Wolverine to not be able to get up there and kill Gene. Right. Exactly. So it, was, it was kind of a wasteful. That's true. Death, but um, what else? Um, Jubilee didn't really get any kind of. Any she was of. the spokesman for everything. <laughs> she was in the advertisement. She was all about this is the yeah. 1980s. Come to see Xavier School. It's like what is and that? And she's in nothing. And like I could have sworn in the, and of course nothing is like, a lot of things aren't included in the actual finished product. But I could have sworn they shot scenes of them in a mall at some point when they're showing. Oh, yeah, they did. Well, they so, went and to that the was, mall. That was them coming out of the theater. Oh, that and was they it. Had that conversation. Oh, that was all that was. Yes, that annoyed oh. the heck out of me because. That was like the first shot that they released is like, yeah. oh, there's going to be some classic 80s right. malls moments. I think they like, probably oh. planned on having more. Yeah, it's probably Because I feel like scenes. I saw them like sitting at like a, a food court. Yeah. That's they what saying. Like, we saying. We saw some stuff and like all it literally got down to is that 30 second dialogue yeah. where they yeah. can poke fun at the third movie. Yeah. Like they went to the mall because... You know. Nightcrawler didn't know what a mall was. Yeah, <laughs> and I would have loved to seen people's like reaction to Nightcrawler in the oh, mall yeah. to kind of like solidify like where do these like, humans stand with people who look different, who have powers. You know what I mean? They're not yeah. just like look like Jean Grey. And have well, powers, there yeah. was apparently nobody in the mall because <laughs> nobody looked at him. Yep, I guess which not. Was kind yeah, of annoying. Fine. He just teleported in and out. Yeah, I, yeah. Oh, that's a good. That's a good point. Maybe yeah. he did. Except he wouldn't have seen anything. So he, I mean, he couldn't have. He even says, I have to, it has to be somewhere I've already been or right. that I can see. So that's it's true. like, mm, you've never been to a mall, so clearly you can't teleport. <laughs> yeah, that's true. But Unless Gene yeah. did some really weird, like, mind. I'm going <laughs> to show you what somebody else is looking at, and you can teleport in front of them and then scare the hell out of them. <laughs> it, it did work. Um, the Gene Gray incorporating her into the story. Like, I, I, like I was telling Jamie like earlier this morning, like I felt that connection between her and Xavier, you know, we didn't get to see it grow. Like I, I still felt that when she had to eventually come to his aid at some point, like she's, he's like calling on her to help him. Kind of a little weird, I think. Yeah. Like not, not at the end, but when she was having her nightmares, Mm -hmm. 
kind of a little weird with him like in crawling into bed and stuff with her. Which she's he's like his father. No, father but see, here, but no, but they've shown in the comics, and I hope they're not doing this in the movies. But they've had in the comics where he has developed feelings for her. Okay, well, in the comics, this is totally a different. Universe. I know, but but <laughs> how much stuff have they borrowed from the comics? I'm just saying, like, yeah. I don't. Plus, he totally to likes uh, Moira. Moira. Yeah. But like, did, but they didn't he like. Also push likes that uh, to the Lalandra point. of the Shiar. He also yeah. likes yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, Gabriel or no, uh, Gabby Holler in Israel. So I don't think they'll go that route stories. with Jean, especially since like her and Cyclops are trying to develop something or whatever. And, uh, that's what I'm saying. Like I don't want yeah. them to. And the fact, I, I and it's probably will. just me, but and well, probably me and like 10 percent of the population <laughs> knows good. the story. <laughs> yeah. But it is that whole. And I guess the fact that. There's been so many, and, and this is me bringing in real world to, to a movie, is mm-hmm. all the recent, like, here's the teacher who's sleeping with this student, and here's the teacher oh, who's sleeping with this student. And you're that's like, been going on for a minute, too. Exactly. <laughs> and then you see this, and you're like, I'm putting everything in, I'm like, I really hope they don't do this. I really hope they don't do this. Yeah, I didn't get that vibe from I Professor Xavier, but yeah. I like I like I said, I didn't read those stories you did, so it didn't like it didn't come to mind as, like, are they doing this? Yeah. But, um, yeah, I, other than that, like, I did love, like, it played out like a 90s car- uh, cartoon for me. The fact that he tried to fight Apocalypse and he couldn't really take him on for whatever reason. And then, like, you know, he had to ask Jean for help and she had to go into the mind. That was really cool. I just love that. Yeah. Because it happened so many times in the in the cartoon. I was like, oh, my God. So, the, that was, like, my oh, my God moments and the moments <laughs> when um the imagery of Magneto just hovering and then he's fighting apocalypse and they kind of break. there's like a wide shot and magneto's like cape is like flutter it was kind of like flown in a wind i'm like oh when i saw that i was like dude that is so cool just the, just the imagery is like yeah that was that was like some childhood nostalgic type memories coming back to me i was like oh my, like i don't know if chris heard me i was like oh my god did you see that and he's like yeah yeah so. mm-hmm. but yeah that was that was badass i love that um, I guess we can bring on Quicksilver. Yes. Yeah. I'll let you I'll let you take that one, Jamie. Well, I thought he did amazing. I love Quicksilver. <laughs> yeah. I think he's adorable too. I know you do. You like him since American Horror Story, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Evan um, Peters. Evan Peters. Yes. Um but no, And if you married him, you wouldn't even have to change your last I name. No, look at that. Amazing. <laughs> um You find out they're distantly related. Yeah, I know, uh, right? <laughs> Why are you gonna be like that? Because But he said very distantly related. That's still not okay. Anyways. Okay. Um well, if you go back far enough, we're all related. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um but no, like I like, I was kind of irritated that they acted like his scene was, like, just a rehash from the, the first movie. Mm-hmm. I was like, I mean, that's what his power is. Yeah. Like, that's how you show what he does. Yeah. I thought, I didn't think it was, like, exactly the same. I mean, you got to see. Like, I love that he, like, he was saving everyone, but he was being kind of silly at the same <laughs> like, time. Like, having fun. Yeah, yeah like, he has fun awesome. with it. He doesn't seem to stress out about things. Yeah. Like. And then when he, okay. <laughs> when they woke up in that um, cage or whatever they were in, <laughs> and he saw Beast, <laughs> and he like freaked out. I was like, oh my God, are y'all going to look like that? <laughs> <laughs> yes, <laughs> Sorry, yeah, that, that was a spoiler, no, but it was amazing. That was hilarious. <laughs> it was hilarious. And, I loved it. And he plays the part so well. I love the noise he makes when he runs. It's like a, you know, like that noise. That's cool. 
Um, so yeah, I really liked him. I thought he did a good job. Yeah, I, th- I think they did a good job of showing his powers too, as he's trying to go to the mansion and look for help from Xavier, and the mansion wasn't there. But um, yeah, he got there just in time. Yeah, thankfully. Time. His story about about his dad was pretty. It was kind of sad too. Yeah. Over, he's like, for a guy who's as quick as I am, <laughs> I'm always late. late. Yeah, when it comes to that. But um, my, Magneto is my father. What? Well, my mom and my dad. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, I know. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> but uh, I wonder, wh- why do you guys think he didn't tell Magneto that he's dead at all? Like, even when the pressure was off and they weren't in battle, he didn't say anything. I think he's afraid. Yeah? I, I just don't think he wants to. It's like an awkward moment he wants yeah. to avoid or prolong? Or like, what's he think? what do you think the deal is well, with that? I don't know, because it could go either way. Is This is the perfect time to tell your dad, because now he's going to have something to fight for. Mm-hmm. Um, or if I tell him now, it's going to like mess up his concentration, and he's not going to be able to do it. So I don't know um, what his motives were. Uh, you're right. After the fact, he could have told him. Yeah, when he's building been, the... You know. like, oh, by the way. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm your son. Because even Magneto is like, what about you? Like, I don't understand why he didn't tell him in that moment. Because I'm like, why would you want to put that on him when he's trying to battle this, like, thing that can't die? You know, but, um, yeah. yeah. But at well, the see, end, at that, that would point, a at that point, he hadn't changed his mind to attack Apocalypse yet. That's true. He's she still was talking doing, to him. Yeah. So that's what I'm saying. Like, at that point, that would have been a good, oh, dear dad, you have something to fight for. Exactly. Kind of, and especially when, like, Mystique's like, well, you have me, you have Charles, you right. have like he has a others. Yeah. And it could have been like Unless you look yeah, at him. You, yeah, it's like <laughs> yeah. you have and I think it I think subconsciously to some extent I'm thinking he's beginning to realize that. Mm, yeah. So I would I think mean, so. Because there's there's been some hints that they've kind of yeah dropped at him. Um so maybe. But it would have been like a good Oh my god, my son's here. I I do have something to fight yeah. for. You know, I should protect my family, but at the same time I could see him not wanting to that's a big can of worms. It is, especially when right he's there. like pulling all the whatever out of the earth at that point. Yeah. Could he be yeah. like, ah, pull everything out? <laughs> what do you mean? Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> Plus, I mean, I think Quicksilver's still kind of young. I mean, mm-hmm. and I mean, I think he wants to tell him, but like in that moment, it was just like, uh, yeah. And then, <laughs> like this, the, you know, the light, the spotlight's on him, and he's like, uh, for for family. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. And then even <laughs> after the fact too, like he had some. He had some time to. What's that? Is that like a weird sound? Like it just. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you, but it sounds a little bit different than it did like five months ago. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe it's like the connection and the headset. Maybe headphones. Maybe. No. But um, yeah. Even I guess he just wanted to prolong it because he he didn't even tell him when he they were building the mansion. Yeah. Again, so I don't know. Maybe it's one of those things they want to keep for the movies. We'll well, have that moment. And actually, I just thought about it. Like when he's doing that when he's talking to him the first time, mm-hmm. Magneto hadn't made that decision to go back good side, so he may have been like, you know, this man that I'm talking to yeah. is my father, right? but he's not really, you know, he's he's biologically my father, but yeah. he's not like my father figure. Exactly. And yeah. at this point, he's still a quote-unquote bad guy because yeah. he's still working with Apocalypse yeah. and trying to destroy the world. So right, it's exactly. one of those whole, maybe he didn't want to be associated with that yeah at that point that makes sense yeah that makes sense yeah. um okay so we got um the wolverine scene weapon x scene what do you guys think about that i liked it i had some somebody was talking to me about it earlier and they were like well when you watch the movie there's gonna be this whole 
you're going to have questions about timeline and this, that, and the other. And I'm sitting here thinking, okay, well, what, what is it? And I'm watching it, and the, that's the scene that I think they're in question about mm-hmm. because Mystique is the one who, or let me phrase that, someone who we assume is Mystique because the eyes change to Mystique's color. Right. And because she had been doing that exact same thing of work, pretending to be a military person and yeah. mutants out. Yeah. Um, at the end of X-Men... The days of future past. Oh, right. yeah. The days of All future right. past when um, Magneto or when Magneto is thrown, Wolverine, he's impaled him with the barbed wire, throws him into the river, mm-hmm. and they find him. Yeah. Um, she says to take him to the lab. Right. And everybody's like, "Well, why is that happening?" And and now we have all of a sudden this mutant going on. And what's yeah. going on? You know. There's ten years between the two movies. Yeah. So a long time. yeah. So for my thing is like she could have saved him and he could have gotten away and come back. Yeah. Exactly. So, I don't see any question about that. Yeah. And the fact that they alter the timeline, I think, explains why the he's got the headset on and the jean or the pants on. And, right. Uh, everybody's like, oh, he's, he just got his adamantium. But we see him earlier in, like, X-Men Origins naked mm-hmm. running through the woods. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was in there going, well, maybe because they've altered the timeline, maybe this is how it happened in this universe. Yeah, or which makes sense. It's actually entirely possible that that other scene still happened because we don't see him getting his adamantium in this movie. No, we don't. We just it. see him caged up after yeah. he has gotten the adamantium. So it's possible yeah. they have he's he gets the adamantium as described in the other movies, mm-hmm. and then that's prior to this. Yeah. And then he breaks loose, and they capture him again, and now they're trying to reprogram him. So right, right. So that could be part of the headset and everything. Yeah. So I do love the. Uh, the it wasn't exactly Weapon X, but the costume worked for a movie. It wasn't the actual helmet or anything like that, but the head the headpiece worked. Um, they showed how far they drilled those wires into yeah. his stomach. Um, we didn't say sorry. Oh, I was just gonna say I think the actual full-on headset wouldn't have worked in a movie necessarily yeah it would have looked a little too goofy i think so but Maybe this where bit. you can actually see everything and yeah kind of makes it and like well. the scene when he comes on like you I, I, I didn't expect it but when you know when you kind of realize where they were you're like oh this is possible you know but I was expecting that to maybe like a like an after credit scene or something like just not that scene, but Wolverine being in the movie being, you know what I mean? Because like since I, I think they filmed that scene later on in production, so oh yeah, I think they on. added that. But um, I think they did it because they kept saying Wolverine's not gonna be in this one. Wolverine's not gonna be right. in this. And then it's kind of one of those. Well, he's been in all the other movies. Let's put him in this one too. And the <laughs> yeah, fans exactly. really want it. Right, right. But I, th- I think they played it off well. He got his shine. Full berserker rage Wolverine, by the way. So, yeah, yeah he was flipping on dudes, it was, and they showed blood, which you pointed it out. It was, yeah, yeah, this is the first time you've it seen Wolverine gru- kill people, yeah, like, in Wolverine fashion. Yeah. Like everywhere else, you've seen him, you've seen him go with the claws into the chest. They mm-hmm. come out. You've seen him slice people. Right. You never see blood. This never. one, there's blood there. There's blood yeah. there. There's, oh, look, that guy's bleeding out oh. in his throat. You like know? I know we should thank Marvel, Deadpool for that. That they find confidence in showing blood in a scene, but I mean. Yeah, it was pretty bloody, and it was actually really cool looking. So, because yeah, even like, and even in the old movies, when people were getting beat up, like this, this was definitely the bloodiest X Men movie. Yeah, because you it have uh, Angel's wing get burned and yeah. singed. You see, uh, 
the blob when he falls before he falls over like there's yeah. scratches all up and down the blob like real neck. quick though like he gets knocked out like really quickly yeah, yeah. But there's the like one? yeah, the, yeah big, the, the big dude yeah <laughs> the defeated blob yeah <laughs> but yeah i mean like he had like the claw marks all over the back of his neck oh where, man where really? uh, angel's that. wings had the mark holy crap which they didn't really have in the comics necessarily but no. i'm glad they kind of made that because yeah. it makes it a little bit more like i want to say believable but it makes it a little bit yeah uh so yeah, you see that. There's like a lot of blood in this movie. Yeah, and the scene with Wolverine is really cool. Um, not very long, which I expected. I would really want him to steal the <laughs> spotlight again, but it was very well. Uh, it was used very well, I should say. Like it adds a lot to the movie. And there's a scene with him and Jean, and you see the connection that she had could have with him in the future and stuff like that. Yeah. So that's really awesome. Um, uh. Cyclops' powers, the way they did that, was pretty similar to the old movies. Um, the, po- the, p- the part where he shows it to Xavier the first time. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, trying to hit that bullseye over there. <laughs> my, gr- my grandfather planted that tree. I used to swing on that. Yeah. I think <laughs> that that's probably my favorite, favorite tree, tree on the entire property. <laughs> I'm so sorry. No, don't be. That <laughs> gets you accepted into the school. Yeah, that was I'm like, oh. Yeah. Um, but that's the perfect way of doing that to be like, yeah, I, I love that tree. I don't know, you can't replace that tree. Yeah, no, exactly. no, but hey, you're, you're in the school. Yeah. It's kind of that Charles charm. Yeah, and I love the way James McAvoy. I, I think he's gotten uh, very comfortable as Charles Xavier now. Like I, I totally believe. Uh, I believe him in, in the beginning too, but he just like he becomes the character a lot more now too. Mm-hmm. I think. He became the young Charles. Mm-hmm. The whole "we're gonna change the world, we're gonna do this." Stuff. Yeah, and I think his battle with the apocalypse is going to move him to the Patrick Stewart. Yeah, the more somber, resolved. Yeah, we have to do stuff because we are gonna be. Fa- we have to teach these kids. Yeah, how, and they even do it at the end. They. I love that. The danger room. Yeah, and I love that they, the the part that I mean you know this, but the with the dialogue between him and Magneto. Remember? Yeah, they use the same. Yeah. Phrases from the other movies. Yeah. I pity the person who comes to school with uh, and, bad and, intentions or whatever. Yeah, like tries to start a war, a war or whatever. Yeah. But yeah, that was awesome. But uh, I think that's gonna be. I think his exposure to apocalypse is gonna be the the and and. I quite frankly think seeing what Gene's fully capable of, mm-hmm. and I can say that because they've shown it in the TV spots. So, yeah. Oh, they uh, have already? They have, yeah. What? They showed the Sentinels and they showed the TV, that Holy in the TV crap. spots, which I think... Those Sentinels are, like, going to mislead you. <laughs> yeah, I think that's one of those things that they should have waited and started doing after this weekend. I think call, so, too. Yeah. But at the same time, it draws more attention to the movie to bring them to this, whatever. That's true. Yeah. But I think no this is going to be the whole opening steps of him seeing everything that Gene's capable of. Yeah, definitely so. And that's when he's going to start putting the psychic locks on her and yeah. kind of, like, trying to mind wipe a little bit of it. Yeah. So. I love the way they portrayed Gene's full power. It looked really cool. That was really awesome. Um, very bird-like. Yeah. So... Spoiler, but uh, <laughs> if you don't know who Gene's power set is, <laughs> yeah. then sorry. <laughs> Sophie did a good job as Gene Grey too. I was mm-hmm. um, I'll be very honest with her. I only know her from Game of Thrones. Yeah, and I've only watched the first season and a half, and I'm sure she gets more uh, badass and mm-hmm. more ah. Yeah, but she is a whiny little girl, exactly. like uh, <laughs> the whole princess, like. Yeah. I'm in love with Joffrey, even <laughs> Joffrey. though Joffrey like, had asshole. my sister's dog killed, and, and Joffrey's a bad guy, and, but I love Joffrey. And then 
And then, like, when what happens at the end, I'm not ruining this for y'all, and I'm not ruining anybody who's listening to this if they yeah. haven't watched Game of Thrones, but what happens at the end of season one, then she starts to see what's going on, and so okay. she starts to become more of an adult, and I'm sure, I'm sure she becomes more of a strong female character, but yeah. the whole first season of Game of Thrones, I was like, oh my god. <laughs> I know this show's about a lot of death, so let's just kill her. Yeah, yeah. But, <laughs> but, yeah. but she definitely won me over as Jean Grey, so yeah, really if she tough. ever listens to this, I do apologize. Yeah, she's, uh, she was awesome, Jean Grey. Um, yeah, man, I, I dig it, seriously. She's also And she was also that whole, like, I love that, like, even with Cyclops's death rays and yeah. and uh, Nightcrawler's looks, mm-hmm. When they're talking about like, oh, they fear people. It's like, no, it's not you. It's me. Exactly. And yeah. so the whole idea that like she knows she doesn't have control of her powers. Right. And she knows that everybody's fearful of her, which yeah. is going to be true of anybody who can read minds. It does. Even right. if they have complete control over it, you're exactly. always going to like if you always had my if you could if you could hear my thoughts and I knew you had complete control of your power, I would still be hesitant about being around you because it's like I wouldn't know if you're using your powers right. or what so yeah. that whole she's an outcast amongst outcasts right. which is kind of fun that scene where Apocalypse was like pretty much telling Professor Xavier to spread his message and he secretly sends a message to Jean Grey that was so cool dude. yeah his yes. mind is yeah. like that was amazing goes to show how powerful he is yeah and then at the Love end he's that. like and the strong must care for the weak. Yeah, <laughs> gotta like defy amazing. apocalypse right yeah. there at the end. Apocalypse like, like, all right, I'll see. That's <laughs> what's gonna happen. We're yeah. gonna, we're, I'm just gonna take your powers, and yeah. then I'm gonna mind control everybody. <laughs> yeah, okay, exactly. We got this. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I was like, go Charles. Yeah, yes. Charles Baldy, man, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, overall though, I enjoyed the movie. Uh, don't believe yeah. the hate. I enjoyed it. So if you guys love X Men. Love nineties cartoon X Men. I I think my opinion. You'll love it. I loved it. So I honestly think it's probably in the top three for the X Men movies. Yeah, rate it, Chris. Good. Like oh, I I'd, I'd give it a solid eight point seven five to a nine. That's amazing. It was for you. I yeah. mean, it was really good. Like yeah. the only real flaws that I had was Apocalypse's power sets. Yeah, and then. Caliban. No, I liked Caliban. Yeah, Caliban was cool. He was the one that like how he referred to himself third person. And then how they didn't use the Horsemen as well as as fully as they could have. But then again, it's Apocalypse, so he could come back and he could redo his. I did notice that when they when he was talking about like the different gods that he's been called, Mm -hmm. they did completely edit out Yahweh. Oh, they did. Yeah. Oh, which is the judeo-christian yeah. god term huh. and so uh, like some scenarios like ra krishna buddha yeah i'm like okay go ahead and say it yeah. we, we, you said it in the trailer why won't you say it now i wonder why and I'm like, i think it's because they've kind of feared some backlash out of oh. it which is kind of weird because of yeah. the whole idea that like apocalypse is like setting himself up as god okay and he's like all oh, these other people are their false gods and da, 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 da. Yeah. so i think and I, and I honestly think because they edit it for different countries i think when you go to like a muslim country they'll edit out anything that which i don't think there was anything i don't even think they even said anything there but like uh like in egypt they may mark out Ra. yeah just because you know that's an egyptian god yeah you know mark out like in india they may mark out krishna Mm -hmm. you know it's possible yeah but um 
But yeah, what do you think, Jamie, overall? Like I thought it was really good. It was in, in entertaining. Yeah, I loved it. And I thought it was interesting. I didn't feel the time either. For a long movie, I didn't feel the time. Me personally. Mm, there were times I did. He did? Like, okay. I like honestly like I think some of the way they edited the movie made it feel longer than it should have. Like when okay. they were talking about, let's go to the mall. Mm-hmm. Okay, so they stole the car and went to the mall. Yeah, it was probably twenty twenty five minutes before they got back to the mall scene. Oh, okay, you know. Whereas I think if they had done that and then like maybe ten minutes back. Yeah, like because they did like two or three different movie uh, you have scenes. To watch sets. a whole movie. <laughs> <laughs> it did Star Wars. They didn't have to time it for the whole movie. They didn't. It was twenty. Oh, I just say <laughs> what I do love um, costume design towards the end when like Nightcrawler has his like red oh, and blue, yeah. Cyclops has the actual like nineties cartoon yeah. strap. Amazing. Yeah. Jean Grey has hers. It's like just the coloring, dude. Ravens, uh, Mystiques, they did a good job on the white. That looks really good. Yeah, because they couldn't really do her no. costume, but what not did for cool. her age, and right? For what she's doing yeah exactly but yeah but what they did look real really good so i i hope i really hope they make another one with that cast and we get to see them in those they costumes make another one, they should do it with that costume so that we get some side boob <laughs> you got some side boob in this one right when she was they really did like <laughs> for a little bit it's just kind of funny because like she's naked the entire movie but you don't see anything yeah yeah they did a good job with the makeup on her um so this time i know the makeup is very similar to Rebecca Remains Nemesis make, uh, body makeup, right? It's yeah, I mean, they, they based it basically exactly the same. Yeah. Um, I think she's a little less scaly. Okay. Which is a, I can a good thing. Too. Yeah. And her hair is not as slicked back. Okay. Yeah. So, which I'm kind of glad because it looked fake in like some of the other movies. In first, in first <laughs> like, it, lo- it looked like uh, the stuff that we saw at... Uh, Movie stuff where it's got like, it's got Clark Kent or Superman's hair and it's that oh. molded plastic stuff. Oh yeah, stuff. yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm okay. like, there are times when her hair like that. I'm like, mm. yeah. And like Mystique now, uh, Jennifer Lawrence's version looks better, way better than the first class one. Like that widow speak. Some of those over with the widow speak in uh, first class. It looks really weird, but um, <laughs> but yeah, solid movie though. I enjoyed it. So just go check t- it out. We talk about that post credit scene. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Go for it. You can talk about it. That no, was very simple. It's about a forty. <laughs> it is. It was a forty-five second walkthrough of a man walking through the the Weapon X facility. Mm-hmm. Uh, he collects a blood sample, and then the big reveal is that it's going to the Essex Core, which we all know is Sauron. I'm just kidding. <laughs> which we all don't know is Sauron, but it uh, it was the whole. Uh, I was like, that doesn't sound like what you guys said yep, yesterday. No, Savage Land. <laughs> next <laughs> one, Savage Land. Well, they could. They could put Mister Sinister in the Savage Land. Yeah. But it, That's yeah, what it was. <laughs> yeah, but they kind of hinted at Mr. Sinister, which would be great. Brian Cranston for Sinister. Dude, yes. Oh, my gosh. He'd be amazing. But I just love, like, That'd the person so cool. was like, we were walking out, and she looks at me, and she's like, okay, so what was Essex? And I'm like, oh, okay, it's Mr. Sinister. She goes, oh, yeah, we we saw your shirt. We figured you would know. And so <laughs> yeah, you know, we, we tend that. to go see movies with shirts based on yeah, the movie. That's true. So we all had our X-Men shirts on. Yeah, we did. I'm just uh, glad they turned to Chris character. and not me. The one time. Oh, that would have been hilarious. Be like, yes, Jamie, who is Essex? Be like, mm, <laughs> boys? <laughs> no, but the, the one comment Chris and I heard of people who were behind us when they're in a Weapon X facility and there is about oh, to be Wolverine. God, I don't know. <laughs> we all know it's going to be Wolverine. The guy said, 
I think he was legitimately expecting to see Cyclops. <laughs> no. He's like, it, or not Cyclops, sorry, Colossus. Colossus. He's like, oh, and here comes Colossus. Oh, man, I can't wait to see Colossus. That, like, that big what? cage is for Colossus. And I'm like, like what are you talking about? oh, my God, you're oh, such a moron. Yeah. And then it came out, and the guy's like, that's not Colossus. That's Hugh Jackman. Yeah, that must be Wolverine then. I'm like, uh. <laughs> Because me and Chris were all like, what the hell is going on? I'm just going. There's no weapon there. So I was like, if they show Colossus, I'm going to be so pissed. Yeah, seriously. That's funny. But uh, yeah, man, solid movie. Go check it out. I enjoyed it. I hope they make another one with the same cast. Well, he's, be, he's wanting cool. to make another one. He, he's wanting to make another one, he said, with the original cast. Uh-huh. So I'm wondering, like, does he mean... Why does he keep doing this to us? Well, it's Brian Singer, so... I th- I think what he I think what's gonna happen is they'll be the X Men, whatever Dark Phoenix Saga or Phoenix mm-hmm. Saga or whatever, and I'd really like them to to break that into two movies. Yes, please. Um, the saga is way too huge for. Well, well, you, unless yeah. you're gonna make it a three hour movie. No, don't do it because you have to do the whole. <laughs> no, to, don't do it. No, 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 you have to do it. You have. They should bring in the Shi'ar Empire on that one. Yeah, you should. They should. Yes. What they should do is they should. <laughs> Jamie Space. We're all talking about something. She's like. Aliens <laughs> and the yeah. Macron crystal. Yeah, that'd be. That'd or be as awesome. they say in Ultimate Alliance, the Imcron crystal. <laughs> yeah, the Imcron crystal. I'm always who, like. Who, what are you talking about? Shiara Empire. We're going to have to explain it to you. Like, oh, Nick Fury, podcast? he's got his whole group of people together. <laughs> yeah. He puts together well, a new team. Because no. I know. Like. Never mind. We'll talk about it later. Okay. The Magistrix. Gladiator. Yeah. But I will say dun, that dun, dun. I did like um, seeing more of Magneto's character. Like without him being Magneto. And learning more about him. Yeah. Without giving anything away. Yeah, that's important to understand. I, th- I think that particular scene, yes, is very important. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Kind of. Badass scene, too. Makes makes me, I know everybody, I'm going to get some hate for this, but I want them to like let Magneto go away for a little while. Mm-hmm. And like have another major villain that's the major villain. Maybe this is his moment since yeah. uh, they kind of close it on him and Charles not being on the same page, but they always have that weird friendship, yeah. you know. But um, yeah, but yeah, um, alright, Captain America time. Cap, 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 no. Yes, <laughs> we can. <laughs> He's always reluctant. You want to talk about Beauty and the Beast first? Well, you have. I mean, you haven't. <laughs> Flip through it. So I have not, no. So. But uh, feel free to indulge us in Captain America. All right. Steve Rogers. All right. If you're watching this, this is my face. I am <laughs> so freaking. <laughs> they relaunched Captain America. Steve Rogers. I love why you're like talking to the camera now. Well, I have to because this is this. <laughs> This was this was discussion time. This is me YouTube venting time. Oh, wow. Anyway, I want them to see that this yeah. is the issue that destroys Captain America. All right, so they've brought back Captain America, his youth and the vitality. They brought him back in a storyline that I didn't read, but it took place like in the last couple of months where uh, the Avengers, it's Avengers standoff, and basically... They are in a town called Pleasant Hill, and there is a cosmic cube that is alive. Okay. okay? And while it's there, not the base, basically the only thing I know that actually happens is uh, something's going on with Baron Zemo. I didn't read it, so now I kind of want to go back and read it to find out what's going on. Uh, I'm going to cut you off. Yeah. I'm laughing because, like, Jamie's yawning, but not everyone can see it. I know. It sucks. 
I'm sorry, okay? Do I bore you? I try no, to hide behind my little no, filter. This is like her fourth yawn this podcast. It's more than four. Okay. Anyway. Yeah, it, it's kind of hard to, to avoid sorry, that. Sorry, guys. <laughs> and now we can funny. see. All right, go for it. Anyway, so in that, the Cosmic Cube gives back Steve Rogers his vitality, which is yay. We now have Captain America being young again, uh, which is amazing because now we have – Young Steve Ro- or youngish Steve Rogers, and we have Sam Wilson as right. Captain America. Yeah. So you think all is going to be great until so you're reading the story, and it starts and it goes back into Steve's past, and it's going to talk about <laughs> like, like reading Rainbow. <laughs> I know it's like reading Rainbow. This, so they go back into Steve's past, <laughs> and we talk yeah. about. <laughs> I wish <laughs> they go back, and apparently, like, it's the whole idea that his parents didn't have a lot of money and. The dad's like a drunk who like hits his mom. And while he hits her, this other woman comes up and like basically kind of black widows him and like ah, strong arms him and then says, you know what? You need to go home. I'll make sure your family gets home safe. Okay. Okay. So fast forward. Now we have Captain America busting through a a train. New costume. New costume. Very reminiscent of the... um, the movie costume. The movie costume, yeah. but more so like the the Ultimate Universe costume. Yeah. That kind of style. I like it. It looks good. It is pretty good. And they're they're trying to stop Hydra from detonating a bomb that's going to blow up the city. Ooh, new shield, too. Yep. He gets or a, a new shield. shield. Yeah. Yep. He's got a new shield. Um, it's cla- it's more <laughs> the classic 1920s. Yep. 19, uh, well, it's more. He has right on the cover. But yeah. Yeah. The, uh, the original shield that, that like he gets that, to see. Though. Yep. Because the original shield is with Sam Wilson. Uh, How would he throw that, that new shield without? Well, they actually <laughs> referenced that because <laughs> Sharon Carter asked him, like, like "Have you cleared everybody?" And he's like, um, "No, not yet." And he's like, I've, "I've still got a learning curve of like how to throw the shield." Because oh, okay. I mean, it is a weird shield, and it's not made of vibranium necessarily, so right. it's got some weird laser cutting thing on the edge too. So oh, it's okay. like it's technologically oh, okay. advanced. Sweet. So anyway. He's going in. Sorry. No, oh, this is kind of weird having things. To, sorry. People can see me now. See <laughs> yeah, I, I screw know. up. This is huge. I know. This is very weird. Basically, it goes into a little bit of a uh, the guy who's got the bomb on the train. It tells his story, and it's yeah. the whole idea that, oh, this is a man who, you know, doesn't. He grew up in a poor family, didn't have a lot of options, so he got into street gangs and yeah. started stealing cars, went to prison. And while he was in prison to protect himself, he joined up with the Nazi, the neo-Nazi party, the white supremacist. Okay. Which, is that Red Skull? No, it's not. Well, it is Red Skull. Red Skull shows up, but that's not oh. who it is. Um, but the guy's like, Skull, yeah, but that is Red Skull, which is pretty cool. Um, so the guy like fell into the white supremacist group because, you know, in prison, you got to have somebody to have your back. Right. And Why not so he, the white supremacist? Yeah. Well, he's like, he's talking about like, uh, he never had a problem with minorities. Had never been political, but in jail you need someone to watch your back, and he fell in with a bad crowd of white supremacists. Got it. So, which I can get. Then he talks about like he went to jail, he went to he got it out. His parole officer hooked him up with something, but he had had like the neo-Nazi symbols and everything on him, so oh, okay. like uh, like tattoos. Yeah. So it was like it was hard to get a job, and then like as soon cool. as the recession hit, he was the first one out the door. So then he boozes up, and then he falls in with the crowd uh, that he goes to his friend, one of his old. Uh, jail people meets up with him and tells him to hey you should come to this meeting with me da, da, da. this guy's really great and of course it's the red skull oh sorry i ruined it for you no it's cool no, i'm just getting to it anyway so it, he goes and it's the red skull talking and he's like 
and it and it's chilling because it takes it doesn't take like dialogue from the real world, but it's that whole idea that like the Red Skull's using like you weren't lying. There's a lot of dialogue in that comic. It is a lot of dialogue, but he's <laughs> but he's talking about it. and He's like um, he's using things like your cultures under siege, your principles are being uh, lost in the name of tolerance. Um, your religion, your belief, are all being tossed aside, and if you speak up against it, you're a bigot. So it's a lot of that whole. There's a lot of like dialogue that's being thrown yeah. around nowadays and like Got the it. Red Skull's using it and so it's kind of yeah. like modernizing it and making it kind right. of the idea um, and he's talking about how like the government failed him because the government's not protecting the United States and this that and the other Yeah. so the guy falls into it he fully believes in it because he's got nothing else to believe in well it's kind of funny I, I don't, well it's not funny but it's kind of interesting that they showed in here they show him getting the, the Hydra tattoo on his chest oh crap okay and I'm like that shows a lot of dedication to yeah. something so then they set him up to. So this whole time, Cap's on a mission. Yeah, this okay. whole time, like okay. Cap is busting into the, to the train to okay. stop it from happening. Got it. All right. Okay. So he moves on, and then like, he's having his little dialogue with Sharon Carter, which okay. they aged her. Oh, that's what I was going to ask you, How like when we were talking Sharon? about it. Oh, whoa. like I don't know because like they ate, whoa, like Sharon. they aged her. Yeah, they really did. <laughs> when you're reading, they <laughs> aged her. Crap. Why can't Cap catch a break, man? Like. Either he's like too late or they're too late or like Yeah, because like a couple of, it was like six months ago he was like in his nineties. Exactly. And she would have been like in her forties right. and like look good, but now she's like What is going on? She's got some age showing. I That's did not I like doing. that. Just so you know, you asked me earlier. <laughs> you don't how like I that? feel about that. No. And he also has like two American little sidekicks that are that have worked with him with uh Free Spirit and Jack Flag, which are like some characters from like a while back okay um i don't know much about them but i do that they show up so anyway like rick flag from dc no, i'm just kidding no. <laughs> um so like cap and the whole time you're thinking okay what's going on and cap like meets up with the guy and he's trying to convince the guy don't blow yourself up yeah you know, do, you, things will get better you can work on this you can step away from this right right and the yeah. guy's like in classic no. cap form yeah, yeah. like classic track yeah, yeah exactly you know so he's going around and then like the guy's like no i have to finish this there's no home to go back to right and so he goes hell hydra and of course blows himself up and they take a scene right out of like the movies where like crap, cap's yeah. using his shield to like right protect him from the blast and but he's being thrown out of the train yeah so that's pretty cool yeah that's pretty awesome then of course it jumps up and like talks about like uh how Sharon Carter's t- or yeah, Sharon Carter's talking to him about, you know, like, Oh, the cosmic cube, you know? Oh, it's like, Oh, it's funny. It's like, um, she says, uh, another trip. You mean, honestly, Steven, he's talking about going to the medic and he's like, I'm amazed you can feel anything with the beating you took. Yeah. And caps like, or she's like, you used to know how to duck. He's like, it's the new shield. I'm still learning it. Oh, got it. Okay, that's where you explained that. And right. she's like, yeah, it's kind of funny. She's like, well, here's a hint. It goes in front of you. <laughs> so she's just kind of that little fun. And then, yeah. like, she pokes fun and she talks about, like, uh, the guy. And this is why I was thinking, like, maybe they're what the big reveal at the end isn't necessarily true because he's like, um, there's the fact that I feel like a stranger in my own body. Right. Uh, I used to look in the mirror and not recognize the 90 year old. And now I don't recognize this, especially when I'm moving. It's got me out of sorts. So it's kind of a hint that maybe there's something going on, which is why I'm sitting there thinking maybe with everything that's going on and the big reveal, maybe that's not really him. Right. Um, But she talks about like, well, next time you run into a cosmic cube, maybe you should uh, have them uh, pass it along my way and, you know, give me my youth. back. Yeah. Yeah. So it's just kind of that whole funny thing. Do you still uh, feel that way that it might not be him, or you do don't? I, I don't know. Oh, okay. I, I, 
We'll get through the whole story, and then I'll tell you. <laughs> um, and then it cuts back to his past, and she, uh, Steve's mother has taken or has been taken to dinner by the woman who they who saved her, and they're talking, and they're just talking about how like uh, Steve's like destined for greatness. She can see it in his eyes, Got and this, it. that, and the other. Yeah. So they kind of go, like I said, this is all like dialogue that you okay just flipping through it you could skip. Yeah. But, if you're going to read it, it's important. Yeah, yeah, I got it. So basically, they go back and they find they find out that Baron Zemo is in this city that is basically designed for supervillains. Okay, like it's it's technically its own country, so what? like they can't go in and like yeah, it would be like causing international oh issues really? if they go in if like the Avengers were to go in. What? Yeah, this has been set up in the past a long time ago. I've, I, there's a Avengers undercover. Yeah, they kind of do. They talk about the city and go into it, but it's kind of cool. And so the whole thing is like Baron Zemo is trying to find the cosmic cube that's essentially alive and goes by the name of Kobik. Mm-hmm. And he's trying to find her so that he can, you know, have ultimate power because right. it's a cosmic cube. Yeah. And so he's talking about how like Red Skull's like talking about how he's in charge of Hydra and he's doing this, that, and the other. And Baron Zemo, of course, is fighting him. He's like, I'm in charge. I'll show Johann Schmidt when I get the cosmic cube who's really in charge of Hydra and this, yeah. that, and the other. So Captain America and the two uh, sidekicks go in and they find Baron Zemo. And Baron Zemo has kidnapped Eric Selvig, who we all know from Thor, oh. and Thor the Dark World. Okay, yeah, the yeah. One who was doing this, the studies. Right. On the, cosmic, or on the Tesseract, which is the Cosmic Cube. Got it. Um, so he, Baron Zemo has kidnapped him, and so he's trying to start his whole little new crew Are to go okay? with him. Okay. <laughs> um, so... Captain America is like, okay, you two take care of, you know, these these three goons pretty much. And he's like, I'm gonna, Zemo's mine. I'm going to get Zemo. Yeah. And you're like, okay, that's cool. It's Cap. Cap being Cap. Cap's yeah. going to take down the big baddie while right. the other two people take down the not-so-baddies. Yeah, exactly. So you're like, okay, this is pretty cool. So Cap jumps on the top of the plane, uses his little nice little Swiss Army shield. Oh, nice. So <laughs> to like cut into it. Right? Yeah. yeah, he's got the little laser thing. Okay. So he cuts in. And this reading this having if i had read this before i saw the spoilers i'd be like oh this is so cool da, yeah da, da, da. but knowing the spoilers it kind of annoys me got it but i'm reading i'm like what is the big reveal so he busts in and he basically uh goes haha baron zemo i've got you da, 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 da. and then like baron zemo's <laughs> like uh-huh. well haha and he pulls <laughs> you know and I, i'm obviously exaggerating yeah, but yeah, 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 he's yeah. like oh and he pushes the button and like the floor falls out from under cap from the oh, plane what? And he lands trap, on the those side. trap doors, man. Yeah, the trap door all the time. He's like catches the side, and he's like, ah, oh, hanging out the side. Well, cuts back to the other two superheroes, and the younger male uh, kind of breaks uh, Jack Flag or there we go. whatever. Breaks is like, ah, oh, I've taken down my two people. Right. I'm going to go help Cap. So yeah. he runs. He flies his little thing over to help Cap, mm-hmm. and it kind of cuts back to the past, and she's talking to the woman, and just kind of talks about, you know, like, hey, maybe you should come to this rally that I know of. Da, da, da. Who's, who's talking? Caps, uh, young Caps talking to him? No. Um, oh. No, Elisa, Elisa, I don't remember her last name. But it's talking to uh, Steve Rogers' mother. Got it. Okay. And he's like, hey, you, you know, we have this group that's kind of getting together talking about, you know, what we can do to change the system and this, okay. that, and the other. Got it. And so it's kind of very much parallel, paralleling, you know, the – older or the previous story of the hydro recruit yeah 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 and so you're sitting there and you're starting that's when you're starting to get the whole something's gonna happen what's going on well cap again cuts back to the future and zemo is about to like stab cap and like kill him and uh yeah well jack flag comes up behind him knocks him out 
Okay. And you're like, oh, that's so cool. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, this is amazing. You know, he just saved him. And, like, the guy's like, man, I, and Cap's like, I told you to stay, stay away. I told you I had Zemo myself. And you're, right. like, sitting here thinking. Like, why is he, well, why is he doing that? Yeah, yeah, he just saved your life. Yeah. Get over it. And the guy's like, uh, so Jack's like, oh, it's the scientist dude. Look, you found him. That's awesome. We just yeah. saved it. Right. Cap's right. like, damn it. And Jack's like, well, is everything okay? Yeah. He's like, no. No, it isn't. And he goes, I'm sorry, Jack. And so he grabs Jack and throws him from the plane. Holy crap. And you're sitting there going, what the heck? And this is like a character that doesn't fly. He's got a machine that was helping him fly. So yeah. I, I don't know enough about him. It'll be like, he's like Iron Man where you can call it to him. Yeah, he can save himself yeah. or whatever. Yeah. Or like, did he really just throw him from a plane to kill him? Well, while he's right before the scene where he throws him, he kind of goes from the whole, everything's not okay. Sorry, sorry, Jack. Yeah. It goes to the next page and it cuts back to the past. And we find out that the group that, uh, the woman's trying to get Steve Rogers' parents to come to. Yeah. Is, of course, freaking Hydra. <laughs> you should see his face. I yeah. I wish I had another camera. I, yeah, I wish we could have zoomed in on that. It's freaking Hydra. So, of course, Cap, who has just thrown this little, uh, this uh, side young sidekick to his death. It's we're like, it's freaking Hydra. We're sitting here. That's going to be like the quote from this yeah, movie, yeah. <laughs> this episode. Yeah, yeah. And we're like, oh, crap, what's going on? And the entire time, like, the little thought process inside uh, Cap's head, because you hear, you, like, read his little thoughts, and he's okay. talking about how, like, um, yes. No, I oh, you I were, said, okay. Oh, I, mean, I, was, I was like, okay, I was like you were, okay. No, no, no. no. Um, he's basically reading, and he's talking about, it's a terrible price to pay for what must be done. Uh, That's crazy. Okay, that makes him a hero, and that is why he deserves so much more than this. And he's talking about Jack. It's a terrible price to pay for what must be done. This road has not been easy, and I have plenty of cause to doubt it, but even still, I hold true to, believe, to what I believe, and I follow in the footsteps of those who inspired me. You see, I dream of something better, too. Dun, dun, dun. And they have Hail, Hail Hydra. Hydra. What the age? So dude. they have officially taken all the history of Captain America and made him a freaking double agent. What do you think about that, Jamie? Yes, before gut reactions before we talk anything else. I mean, I think it's crap, but maybe he's a double agent who's a double agent. <laughs> he's, he's a triple he's, agent. He's built like Austin Power though, or something. Like. <laughs> maybe he's, he's Hydra being or no. Jamie Peters, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> I get what she's saying. No, she's, she's trying to play the he's. He's shield playing for Hydra, playing oh. for shield, you know. Like kind of like what we hope Ward would be. In yeah. yeah. Like maybe yeah. we're really going yeah. into it. I mean, I don't know I how would... you, like, what, Cap, what? And that was pretty much like, <laughs> I don't know how they kept that under wraps. Like that as long. much as they've released everything yeah. or like how things get spoiled. I don't understand how Marvel like kept that little big reveal until the issue came out because like, the issue came out and like Wednesday it was boom all yeah. over Facebook all over because you and I were like <laughs> it's like what did they just because oh, it was like the two days after the whole campaign of um, give Cap a boyfriend and right. hashtag and everybody's yeah. like let's make Cap and Bucky a thing right is that what you thought I was talking about like, yeah because like, yeah, yeah, I text him I'm like I, te I text 
Claudius, and I'm like, if they, if this is true, I'm gonna be so, I'm so pissed. Da, 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 da. And he's like, what the captain? Yeah, he's like, what the captain? I was yeah. like, yeah, where they made him Hydra. He's like, WTF? I'm like, what? Yeah. I'm like, yeah, okay, because a lot of times you know stuff before I do it. I'm like, yeah, okay, maybe yeah. he knew about it. Right, I didn't know about that. that. I was like, no. oh, I was like, what the hell, dude? So what yeah, I don't, your honest opinion. I was, I was pissed off. Like, I thought they were just like. You know, sometimes they have these stupid posts, and it's like from some, you know, some blog or whatever. But when I found out it was real after you, like, reinforced it for me, like that's when I knew it was real when you when you texted me. I was like, "What the fudge?" Like, I was, I'm still upset. Like, what the fuck is that, dude? That's. I hope they have a good. This is as bad, and I told you as bad as killing Peter Parker and giving Doc Ock his powers. And this is as bad as Superior Spider-Man to me when I first. When when Spider Man died and he got Doc Ock got his 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 yeah. his uh when he took over Doc yeah. Ock or he took over Peter Parker's body right this is as bad as that for me and the funny thing is like I kept like when it first came out I was pissed yeah like when Superior Spider Man came out I was pissed right but I was like hey let's see how this goes yeah. maybe it'll they'll bring him back they're right, not gonna because right. he even told me that he's like don't worry dude they'll you know they'll bring him back and and, you know. and ultimately reading superior spider-man gives you a better appreciation for peter yeah and a and actually a greater appreciation for doc ock right because you see his character develop where he's like oh crap because he actually gets to a point where he needs the superior spider-man he needs peter parker to to come in because he knows that peter can make the hard choices that need to be made so he gives up essentially gives up his life so that peter can live right right um, because we all know that peter didn't completely go away yeah and so I, I'm like, that's great. That's, I, I'm like, that gives me a better understanding of what's going on. But this bullshit. This. I don't know. And see, so here's the thing. is like when Superior Spider-Man came out, they did kind of, they were like, okay, Peter's dead. Right. And to an extent, he was. Right, yeah. This, they're like, nope. It's not a clone. It's not an alternate it's reality. Cap, yeah. It's not a, no, this is, this is the cap. And it's been like this for the entire time. And I'm like. Like, I honestly like, think, like, Marvel is getting... I still think they're lazy as far as, like, writers go, and they're doing stuff for shock value. Well, they are. And see, here's and my thing. My is like, on that. I can get behind... Like, Stan, Stan Lee has come out, and we posted this on our Facebook page a couple of days, or yesterday. Yeah. So if you want to go back and look at it, or maybe it might have been earlier today. I'm not really... can't really remember. I think it was earlier today. Earlier yeah. Today. yeah. Which, by the time this comes out, yeah, it would be. It would be but, um, days ago, yeah, yeah. yeah, so, like, Sunday, just kind of check out our feed if you haven't already seen it. He's like, oh, this is intriguing. This is going to sell. This is going to get people interested in the story. Yeah. But I could never come up with this story. <laughs> I would have not. I would not have done yeah. this. He pretty much like called it. I'm not speaking for Sam, but he pretty much called it kind of crazy. Yeah, like, that was what, what the quote said. It's okay. like, it's crazy, but. Yeah. He knows it's going to sell. Right. Like, it'll work. That's so. Yeah. That's bullshit. And so it's like, ah, oh, that's annoying. And so as a person who bought, who picked up the comic for us to check it out are you going to follow the story like did it work for you to want to follow the story and like and and don't be ashamed to say yeah i, mean, I it's don't fine. Just, i just honestly know don't know because it. for me it's like it's a lot like for you with superior with spider-man okay like that was your main that yeah. i mean not not that he's my main marvel character or whatever yeah. but it's like he is the rock and centerpiece of the Avengers, the rock yeah. centerpiece of most of the, he's the boy scout. The one that yeah. like, 
even though he like what makes, to them now, you know? yeah, it's like even though he makes decisions that you don't necessarily agree with, even if he goes, he was the one he was a he went against the law because that's what he firmly believed in. Exactly. And now you're going to tell me that he was a Hydra agent the whole time, yeah, even that, though he was taking down Hydra, stopping Hydra from getting right. their plans, stopping this and that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm like, what's the grand plan here? Yeah, I don't. I don't think they know yet. Seriously, yeah, it's like. I think he's going to be really still s- not not Hydra. <laughs> <laughs> not, not. I don't know. It's just for me it's it's the whole <sighs> Don't you want to find out what's go- what what they're going to do with it? But here's the thing. I can I can, I don't have to I don't have to put my money into this. Yeah. to find out what's going to happen. But would you want to read Facebook's going to follow though, or no? I don't know. You don't know. Okay. Because it's one of those I can I can wait for it to come out and trade. Well, I can wait for it to come out and trade. I can follow it month to month if I wanted to. Yeah. Or I could just say, you know what? This is not getting my money. I'm just gonna ignore it. Hope it goes away soon. Yeah, and then there's that whole meme. I'm gonna do seriously. Well, it's kind of funny because there's that whole meme that I shared with you that's got Nick Fury and it's got the quote from the original Avengers movie. It's like. I understand that you've made a decision, yeah, but it's a stupid ass decision. Yeah. So I have chosen to ignore it, yeah, and exactly. it's like, and like the fact that this cover looks so like Steve Rogers, Captain America, the White House in the back. Is this so it's like so patriotic? Yeah, but when you know the last reveal, yeah, it's is he leading the team, right, or is the team chasing him down? Exactly, you don't know. And what so that that was I think was brilliant because it gets the people who are who are like Steve Rogers, oh Captain America's back. This is going to be great. Yeah, they buy it because they see it as patriotic. Exactly. Now the people that know the reveal, it's like, wow, good, good release time though around Memorial Day. Yeah, you know it's, I mean? it's a big middle. Yeah, I, I, I kind of view it as a big middle finger. You think so? To some people, yeah, because this is like, oh, you're the ultimate patriot, right? And he's hungry. is now working for the for the other side. So okay, okay. So final thoughts on Cap issue number one, Steve Rogers, Captain America. It accomplished what it wanted to. Yeah. It sets out the expectation that oh crap, now I've got to. If I'm really interested in it, I've got to see what's going on. Mm-hmm. If I'm going to put my money into something that I, it's going to catch a lot of, I think newer readers mm-hmm. that don't know the history. I think it's going to turn off a lot of older fans. Yeah. I think that based on what I, the quotes, the quotes that I read earlier about like he didn't, he doesn't feel comfortable in his own body. Mm-hmm. I'm leaning towards while this may be Captain America. Yeah. It may not be, it may be a brainwash Captain America, even though the, the people who did this are like, no, this is Cap. It's not brainwashing. It's not an alien trick. It's not cloning. But they always go back on that stuff, right? Or something yeah, especially if, sale, if, if sales are fan outrage. Yeah, they're going to find a way to. So it's it's written in such a way that it's possible. Do I really think he's going to be Hydra? No. Yeah. Okay. Um, I think, honestly, if they had, if they hadn't named it Captain America, if they just named it Steve Rogers, or like they even call him, like, I think they, they kind of jokingly call him the Patriot. If they mm-hmm. called him the Patriot. Yeah. And made it made that like his new code name. That's the name of this, the comic book series. Then yeah. I could say yes, maybe he's going to be Hydra for a while. Right. But because they're naming it Captain America, and the dialogue that's in the the story, I think he's not going to be Hydra. He's not really going to be Hydra. Yeah. So am I going to follow it? 
Yeah, I'm going to have to sleep on it a little bit because yeah, I read sense. it. I will say a lot of dialogue. Yeah, yeah. Are you talking like, about that? And it's not even like it's a lot of dialogue because it's a $5 comic because like it's a first oh, it's issue. Oh, $5? Just, just this issue. Oh, like okay. a lot of time, like a lot of the first issues are like five dollars. Yeah, because they make them and that's bigger not even, than tradition. That's not even a variant, right? Just a, right, yeah, that's okay. just a regular. Okay. It's because, it did look a little bit bigger than. Yeah, a they, they yeah. do forty-eight pages typically instead of like thirty-two, mm-hmm. so you get more pages, which is why it's more expensive. Yeah, um, they do that with a lot of like the first issues or something else like right. that. So if it's a big like story ending, right. story arc ending, they might do that. Like, yeah, um, yeah. like. Uh, Justice League Fifty is the end of <laughs> Justice League Fifty is the end of the Dark Side War, and it actually leads into Rebirth, which okay. is where they're going to redo the entire universe. Oh, great! So once again, yeah. but um, well, I can get around it. Um, so they'll Seriously? do it. They'll do it. Okay? What's wrong? My allergies are bothering me. Do you want to go pull your nose rings? Okay. But yeah. All right. Well. Crap! I guess we'll see what happens with Cap. Yeah. I, I just see Rogers. Or? I just think there's a lot of dialogue. Like. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, I'm annoyed, but I might <laughs> I might follow it just to see how it goes. All right. Well, hey, I don't like it, but I guess we'll see what happens as they as they progress in the story. I don't like it either, but uh, like yeah. I said, I'm just wondering how long it's going to actually change. Yeah. JV, you want to do your Beauty and the Beast thing? Okay. Switching gears here a little bit. Thanks, Chris. You're welcome. So that water is well deserved, sir. <laughs> <laughs> Disney released their <laughs> teaser trailer for Beauty and the Beast that comes out next year, um, I believe in March. Um, yeah, I think three seventeen. Yeah, I believe so. March seventeenth, two thousand seventeen. Um, it's a very short teaser trailer. Just gives you an idea, I guess, of what they're going for, and you know, just very, very little brief details um I, I like i like what i saw so far aside from some of the voices that i heard um <laughs> it looks good um like the castle's beautiful uh, i love that they use the music um from the mo- the original like well the disney version of the movie mm-hmm. of the animated movie um in the beginning because it's the same sorry guys Okay. Headphones falling off. Um, <laughs> but it's the same music from the beginning of the animated movie when they're um, showing you the castle. And basically it goes, like, it shows you, you know, a few rooms, like, when it was nice and beautiful. And then as it was getting, you know, you know, like, let go, basically, just yeah. dusty and kind of um, abandoned in a way. Right. And then it goes to um, the picture of the beast in his human form with his family zooms yeah, I in saw that. That was really cool. zooms in as he scratches out at the face um and then at the end it just zooms in on the rose and you see emma watson's face at the very end of it um looking at the rose so you just you don't really get to see what she looks like as Belle very mm-hmm. much just yeah. very briefly just emma watson yeah i mean you can see that it's her but I don't know. I'm excited. I think she'll be very good. Um, I think so too. As Belle, she has really good range as an actress. Yeah, and I think she could, like, I think she can portray Belle the way we like see her in the Disney movies. I think she can, you know, mm-hmm. bring that to real life. Yeah. 
Why are you laughing at me? Oh, I'm just sorry. I'm just thinking she's gonna like Beast is gonna say something. She'll be like, "It's Leviosa." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Whatever. Like, does she have to teach him how to eat and stuff like that? She does. Yeah. She yeah. teaches him to read. Well, if they yeah. do link the original, she teaches him to read. There so. you go. Yeah, so yeah. I can see her doing. But that. I mean, the dialogue that you hear is straight from the animated movie. But it's just not the same voices. Well, no. I mean, or same what? characters. Yeah. Their so accents good. just aren't what I would like for They're them to French be. Enough. Oh, Lumiere. <laughs> yeah, Lumiere's voice, like, his accent just isn't there. And that's kind of sad. You're looking <laughs> forward to seeing Chip the most, I'm sure. Actually, he's not one of my favorites. Really? He's, like, so adorable, <gasps> though. I thought he'd be your favorite. Or one of your favorites. Not your favorite, but... <gasps> Angela Lansbury has Mrs. Potts. <gasps> they should bring what? her back. That'd be kind of cool, actually, yeah. So, yeah. I don't know. I'm curious. That comes I'd out next year yeah in march um i don't know i think it was a good like first glimpse of it okay um and it looks like they're gonna stay true to the animated yeah i mean from the the teaser seems like disney is like uh for their disney originals their march is like their month because then jungle book come out in march right Mm. or is that april Mm. it was april yeah okay sorry yeah. Well, March, April. I yeah. stand corrected. No, it's like somewhere in March, April. Okay, but yeah, that. But I mean, they they kept that one pretty true to the yeah. animated. Did yeah, in the songs though, which I did not expect. Mm. That was so good. Yeah, I know. I love that. Yeah, that was. Amazing. But yeah, so I really like. I really liked that they, like, put in some of the original stuff. And okay, it just, great. It was just pretty and nice. Awesome. And the library. It showed yeah. part of the library. So yeah. Looked pretty cool. High hopes for Beauty and the Beast. Yeah. That, that's the one I actually watched, guys, as a kid, so mm-hmm. I have something to reference. She's, like, my favorite princess. Oh, uh, Belle is? Yeah. Oh, okay. Awesome. <laughs> I like Ariel, but whatever. My, <laughs> my opinion doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah we time. know. You like the red-headed mermaid. <laughs> She's a Why little... can't she be a fish taco? Uh, a fish mermaid. taco? <laughs> no. Did you no. say fish taco? No, I said fish top because I was going to do the quote from Futurama. He's like, why can't she be the other kind of mermaid? With the fish part on the top and the <laughs> woman part on the bottom. Oh, God. When he goes to... Yeah, yeah I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah. I'm real. I remember Future Roll was so yeah. good. Okay, so my quick... Sorry. No, I was just kind of... The only thing I would have liked to have seen in the trailer is I wish they would have taken the audio from the story part of it, like at the beginning, and put that in the trailer. I think that would have been great. Maybe they have another trailer coming up. They can maybe. Yeah, do I mean, it was cool. just a teaser. I mean, yeah. it's a very short. Yeah, but I mean, the, that storyline fits in that exact same time frame. I think like it's not much longer than a minute, which I think would have been a good teaser. But yeah, maybe they have more in store because like, uh, what was the trailer that we said they cut it? The uh, oh, it was Ghostbusters. They cut it the first time and it wasn't as entertaining, whatever. But this one yeah. they cut it different. It's pretty good. Yeah. Um, anyway, I have just some quick updates uh, for you guys. Dragon Ball Xenoverse 2 will be out. Um, I think it'll be out uh, late like late this year for Japan. So Japan gets theirs first. And for um, kind of follows the whole Dragon Ball saga again. But it's next gen, obviously. So it's going to be on Xbox One and PS4. Yeah, and PC. Can't forget the PC overlords. Um, PC. Yeah. <laughs> just kidding. Uh, so, yeah, but in Japan, it's just going to be on PS4. So, if you live in Japan, just No PS4. Xbox for you. <laughs> yeah, no Xbox. Because, oh, like, uh, Dragon Ball Z Xenoverse. Xenoverse. Um, 
So yeah, that's another uh, next gen take on Dragon Ball, which I'm excited about. So I'm gonna have uh, to play the first one. Oh yeah, <laughs> I think I have it. You can borrow mine on um, Xbox. No, I'm sorry, PlayStation. I apologize. <laughs> I, I keep forgetting you don't have a PlayStation. And I keep forgetting you keep forgetting you have an Xbox. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it looks cool. I mean, um, it's very. It's, I think it's gonna be cell shaded, so the same kind of vibe as the last one. You know, just expecting some updated um, graphics and whatnot. But they haven't released like anything How except except like the logo. But um, I don't know. Maybe more. Shadiness? No, <laughs> I don't know. We're gonna add 10% more shading yeah. to Goku's hair. But it looks—it looks like it, it'll be a cool concept, or not look. It seems like now, it'll be a cool concept for. Dragon in the Ball. first one, you could create your own character based off of like different species in the universe yeah. and things like that. Yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There's an actual—is there an actual storyline for the first game? Not that I remember. I could be wrong. It's been a while since I've played it, so. Okay, because I'm, I'm, yes, I'm, no, I'm just going to wonder if it's like Capcom 3 Fate of the Two Worlds, where there is a storyline, mm-hmm. but you only get it by reading the like the manual, and then yeah. if you beat the game and you get the different endings. That's how story. Like, that's how um, that's how games used to be. Remember Mortal Kombat? They would have the the character profile in the manual. Mm-hmm. Manuals were like the thing back then, man. They put so much work into those. Now it's like it's like two pages. Because it call it's cheaper and they can it's cheaper and they can put the storyline in the game. Yeah. Unless you're I don't know, Battlefront or not Battlefront. Yeah, Battlefront. Battlefront uh, didn't do that? Star Wars Battlefront. Oh didn't. right, I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Or Battlefield. No? Battle- Battlefront. 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 Yeah. Battlefront. <laughs> And then what was the other one? Doom. Yeah, I don't think the new Doom. Oh, no, wait, no, Doom has a story. What, what's the game that we were gonna play? Overwatch. No like Overwatch. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And then there's like two or three other ones. That, that kind of kill like Overwatch for me. Multiplayer, but no. Are you referring to like, like the old strategy guys? Yeah, like type the things? like the well, manual, like actually. Yeah, yeah, the actual manual, like um, that came with like the game, you know. Gotcha. Yeah, and they'd have like little different. This character is what's profile. happening in the yeah. universe, and then so like cool. you could have like like fighting games have like the character profile, like the original. Warcraft series, Starcraft, mm-hmm. like their manuals were like they're this pretty thick big. They put some for that time the manuals, yeah. because they went entire histories of like these species and, yeah. and what's going on, why these. People I thought are you guys were talking about like the strategy guides. That those those things are huge. Those things are oh. humongo. Yes. And some yeah. of some of them and weren't so even expensive. They're like thirty five bucks for one, and they weren't helpful sometimes. No, right? It's like, like oh, I need to find them. this key. Yeah. I remember, <laughs> where's the key? We're not telling you. I remember at Blockbuster, we used to throw those things out when they got like back, when it was like so backdated mm-hmm. that we would recycle them or whatever. And then, yeah, no one would buy Oh, some I wish I had known that. Yeah, I'd have just been digging on the dumpster and be like, oh, look, oh, I like, bought this game six months ago. I can beat it like now. All, like all of the games that no one played or they didn't want back, like Strategy Guys, the companies didn't want to take back, we'd have to recycle them. So. Mm-hmm. But anyway, that's uh, back in the day. But uh, mm-hmm. and now you can find them at Second and Charles for a buck twenty-five. Yeah, exactly. And another announcement is, um, as you guys probably know, but they're doing um, a compilation of the Batman games, um, Return oh, to yeah. Arkham. I heard it's not as impressive as I was hoping it would be. Um, in some cases, the old ones look a lot nicer than the new ones. Yeah, as far as graphics goes, like there's a lot more detail in some scenes of the older version of it. But then, it looks like they up like they up the saturation in the new one, and it just like it's a lot brighter. But then it takes the the details away from the character. So like some parts look cool, 
like a wide shot will look cool, but like a close up of like say Doctor Strange would it looked like he's using that beauty filter on, on the cell phone. Oh, <laughs> you, you mean know? where, like, the wrinkles are no yeah. longer being shown. Exactly, yeah. He looked like he's, like, you can just kind of me from this angle. Right. That's how it looks. So, while I want to get it, I I don't know. It's, like, one of those things where if they do more work on it and they do put some more detail into it. Because it hasn't been... It's, it's not out yet. Like, so... But these are just early impressions of... Depends on the price. Yeah. Early impressions of the game. Um, I was excited about it because I was figuring like, oh, cool. We get to see some updated, you know, but... It also makes me... If the games become backwards compatible on the new systems, mm-hmm. then unless there's like new DLC or new story, then I don't see any point in upgrading just for graphics. Yeah. But... If they're not going to make them backwards compatible, then yes, I'd like to have them all on one system. Yeah, exactly. And like but. you said, there's not anything extra. The only thing I know that is extra or a little like cool bonus is like if you change Batman's costume, it'll stay the same in, in the cutscenes. Like in Arkham Knight, if you change his costume, it stays the same. Yeah. Other than that, I don't know what else is. The like, old ones when you're sitting there going, I have Sinestro core and on. And he's back to like And then you school. watch, yeah, you're like, oh, and then I magically lose my ring and yeah. go back to old school. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then I find it as soon as the cutscene's over. Yeah, but in this one, like he keeps it. But yeah. So I don't know. I hope they smooth some things out. Not the wrinkles on people's face, but I hope they smooth <laughs> out <laughs> the fact that they can make these details. No plastic surgery yeah. for you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But um, yeah, those are the two exciting announcements I have. Um, looking forward to Dragon Ball, which I so many Dragon Ball games. I hope they do something that's a, kind of original to this part two. You know uh, I, mean? I will say, like all the Dragon Ball Z games that I've played have just been so basic. It's just here yeah. you go, here's your character, you fight, da, da, right? Because da, yeah. you're playing in the the yeah. World Championship. Exactly. Yeah. Whereas you so know, I hope they do something a bit different to make it. There should actually be like a storyline where you have to go collect the seven Dragon Balls and yeah. you have to wish somebody back to life. Probably be Krillin cool. because you know he dies. <laughs> no, Krillin. But yeah. But yeah, something. I guess we'll see what they decide to do. It's still in development now, though. But um, E3 is coming up uh, this summer, so I'm sure they'll have um, some details about that during E3, which is uh, I think what it's if they June. Don't. That would suck. Like, what are they like? <laughs> Oh, these games that everybody wants to talk about? Yeah. We're not going to talk, talk, talk about it. We're going to talk about board games. But yeah. You're going to find out what's coming out in 2018. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But um, yeah, that's all I have for this podcast. Uh, you guys Yay. have anything else to add? I'm good. Jim, you do it. You do it. SoundCloud.com slash epic dash briefs dash podcast. Yay. I think I've had too much. And uh, then we have Instagram. Tim Lizzie's today. Uh, epic briefs podcast. We're on Twitter. At Epic Briefs Podcast, PDCST. Mm. Uh, Facebook, Epic Briefs Podcast. Yeah. Uh, iTunes. Yeah, of course. iTunes. Search Epic Briefs Podcast. Yeah. And then you can find us on other podcasting um, apps like Podcast Addict. Which is a cool one. I like Podcast Addict a lot. Yeah, I use it. <laughs> yeah, I like how it like lets you know which ones you've listened to. Like a little yeah, surprise. yeah, and you can start where you stop. So exactly, really cool. you can leave it and just X out of the app. You can leave it for, you can leave it for days. Yeah, and, and then you go back. back to it, yeah, and you can really just start awesome. playing exactly where you were. Don't leave so. us alone for days. It's yeah. pretty cool. We're so scared of the dark. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you guys for tuning in, though. Bye, Bye guys. Yeah, thanks guys. Bye. Bye.